PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Oh, that wasn't loud enough. There we go, that's even better. Welcome to episode 306 <laughs> of Cinema Crespo So I'm your host, Chris Crespo, tuning in the Crespo studio. Current threat level is green, lime green. Obey your non-thirst. Ladies and gentlemen, with me is Drewster Cogburn. Drew, how you doing? What would be my non-thirst? Aha! Would that be my hunger? No. Your hunger is your hunger. So what's my non-thirst? Exactly. You tell me. I don't think about that. When you're thirsty, you're thirsty. But when you're non-thirsty, you're... Not thirsty? Properly hydrated? You don't like what you're drinking? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen with us, Steve Edgy. Steve Hey! Pull that, so you can pull that mic a little closer to you, buddy. Yeah, yeah all right, no, there you yeah, go. Swing, swing the arm. Swing the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I got you. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. Yeah. Make love to it, dude. There you go. You know what Get you're doing. Get all close to it. Professional oh, podcasting yeah, legend, Steve Lechie. Steve Lechie. <laughs> Steve Lechie. I saw you stick his tongue out and it made me very, uh, Steve, no, that, made me very that, feel that very weird. The, that is uh, Steve's porno director name. <laughs> Steve Lechie? Yes. Yeah, Steve Lechie. Yeah. Have you ever directed uh, adult content? Uh, no, but you know, I, I, I told my mom once, I was like, you know, I'm going, I don't, know, I don't like, like where this is going. If I'm offering, <laughs> if I'm offered it, you're not going to turn it down. I will take it. All right. I will just make sure all the monitors are facing away from the doorway in case you come in and, you know, all right, there you go. Possible, <laughs> ask me a question. Possible future PFT media may involve the versions of Steve Lecce. With us returning guest, ladies and gentlemen, Amy Drew Thompson is here. Yeah, yeah. I am so happy to be back. It's right, been doing. too long. It's good to see you. We, we hey, miss you, Amy. Where you been? Oh, my gosh. I've been all over the place. Yeah, I've been all over the place uh, drinking beers around town. Yes, I have been. Exploring new donut places. I have. And, well, and as Let's talk, about, let's talk about the donuts you brought. Yeah, oh I was going to say which yeah. we benefited from. No, oh, I, I took a different. Uh, uh, I came from a different direction today, so I didn't make my usual stops. So the donut stopped. king, which is uh, always a good time. Exactly. So I hit up the Little Blue Donut Company in Winter Park, and and, and man, he brought over some wild donuts. Oh my gosh, and it was so good. They make them fresh. I walked in. I was like, "What is this? There's no donuts here." PB and like, J, strawberry jelly, and they make butter them. drizzle. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. That was wild. The maple brown sugar tasted like French toast. Yeah. Warm French toast. With yeah, the, it did. With the bacon. Yeah. It was the sriracha peanut our favorite. Was yeah, that? it was yes, my favorite. That was pretty, uh, yeah. The, that the, one was the pretty one wild. savory donut. That was delicious. Peanut butter drizzle, right? You said there, you could taste it. The peanut and sriracha <laughs> drizzle. Oh, my God. And then Steve, of course, had the glazed donut. Yeah, I love glazed donuts. <laughs> of course you do. You know, <laughs> very simple. I don't know if you noticed, I had like three donuts. <laughs> Oh, we have those. We noticed that you grabbed them and walked in the other room. No, you're not tasting these. Yeah, I'll leave you all the weird ones. I'm eating these over here. And they, they have so many more. Oh, so the jelly rolls, the one you mentioned, rolled in powdered sugar topped with strawberry. That's a lot of jelly. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I got the PB&J. But, I think that's a good but, choice. But I did that eyeball that one. That one looks really I, good. Well, there's a lot of good flavors. Then you got a Samoa one, the caramel icing, coconut chocolate drizzle. Mm. Oh, my God. That was good. That was good. These are some good donuts. Yeah, they Thank were. You. 
Thank I wanted you. to try to the that. folks over at Little Blue Donut. Little yeah, Blue Donut Company. I, I was going to have some of that, um, like the, the, the peanut sriracha. Yeah. But like when I saw donuts, I was like, yeah, I was in the mood for something sweet. It's a savory donut, like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Savory was delicious. It's, it really was. And that and the maple bacon are the only ones that look like they're real savory stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. that maple bacon mm-hmm. was sweet as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's maple. I mean, you know. That, well, the one we had maple. was a special. Today was a special. It was like maple bacon brown sugar. Oh, really? So even extra extra sweet because they do just have a mm. peanut butter cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I gotta stay away from these places, Amy. That's why I made sure to go running this morning. I know. Well, I did give you the option of me not bringing donuts. No, give me <laughs> that's not no donuts. That's not an option. I ran around looking for my keys. I was like, I'm running around. I, was like, I could fine. be late. Yeah, that, that, that's, late. Well, no, I was going to say that's my, that's my exercise for the day. Mm. Bring them donuts. But it's running around looking for your keys. Yeah, it's tradition. Oh, thank you so much for your free. I walk you. around looking for my glasses when I'm wearing them. It's so sad. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> yeah, or the keys in your pocket the whole time, Steve? No, no, I actually had to grab the spare key. Oh, did I, you? oh I st- yeah, I so still I haven't found them. Oh, this guy's life yeah. is in disarray. You know what, Steve? You know what that is? What's that? That's the Christmas spirit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Christmas is here. Oh, Christmas. Christmas is in oh, full is, effect. It is definitely in full swing. It's in full swing. Uh, if, if you have uh, loved ones host you who are ailing or in those uh, late years or, you know, gone. Sickness, consider them gone. It's going to happen. That's what the Christmas spirit happens to most of us. Or uh, even compounding on top of that, car issues. How gone. Doing? How you doing, car Peace issues? Peace, gone. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so if you lose your Adios keys, car. you lost your keys, lose your yeah. wallet. The uh, 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 is your pet sick? That's the Christmas spirit. Merry Christmas, everyone! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want any of that. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, we, we've all already gotten our dose. You're you're in the room, so I, I think it's an orbital thing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, like, you know, sort of. You gotta be careful how close you are to Christmas epicenter. To oh, you might want to run away. Like Ugh, now. I already hugged you guys. I'm done. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> it's over. But he, now also, I've sorry. Got... but he also brought like sacrifices in the form of delicious, fresh made little blue donuts. Let's so hope. That, yeah. that Let's may, hope that, that I paid it forward. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll see what happens. All right. Episode three hundred six. Let's do. Just real quick, we have a lot to talk about. So, Drew, we saw Widows. We did. Which made about $15 million this weekend. Yes, like it that. did. So, it's like it, number, uh, five, number five movie. Number five movie of the weekend. Uh, 12.3. What's the... uh Rot- 42. Rotten Tomatoes score. Rot Toms. I bet you it's pretty good. It probably is. But it's pretty good. 91% mm. certified fresh. With an average rating mm. of... Uh, 8.1. All right, let's see where we, we'll see where we fall on that. Because Drew and I saw Widows, starring Viola Davis, uh... Liam Neesoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, did Michelle, you say Gina uh, Davis? G- uh, I did not say Gina Davis. Oh. Viola Davis. I said Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's very different. Very, very Michelle different. Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Elizabeth um, Debicki. She's up and comer. Which was that the, one? The, the, the blonde. skinny blonde. And uh, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Robert Duvall. John Bernthal. son. John Bernthal Ooh. in a super small role. Yep. And um, uh, what's this? Brian Tyree. Henry Tyree. Brian Tyree Henry. Ah, and makes, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. I haven't Kaluuya. seen Michelle Rodriguez Daniel, in forever. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, fucking she's been in some stuff. Not, a, not. A, she's killed been stuff. it in this movie. You don't watch the Fast and Furious movies, right? No, that's why. That's why she, she's in yeah, those. She's in all those. Yeah. In Was those. she angry in this one? Hell yeah. yeah she's they, were all, they were all angry. They're all in this angry one. and despondent. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Weaver plays uh, that girl's mama, uh, her yeah. overbearing mom. So it's mm-hmm. a movie in which Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon, exactly. Yeah. She's in, it's uh, a strong woman. Driven. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just a great I story like where it's um, uh, a gang of dudes. Their their job goes wrong and they get blowed up real good. 
and they leave behind their widows and their debts. And so one of the widows, Vilo Davis, she's like, we got to we gotta pull together and, and pull off the next job to get the money we need to uh, not die or something like that. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, man, movie's got, like, twists and turns. And it's, uh, it's a two-hour and ten-minute movie. Yeah. So it definitely takes its time to get to some places. Uh, it, it definitely... There are certain scenes where there were, there were parts of the movie where the scenes just lingered for whatever reason, like, and we're following this dog for ten seconds, and then on to the next shot. What? Excuse me, why? Um, like there were because, little bits and pieces like that throughout the movie yeah. that I think could have been easily cut. Uh, but that's because that's what happens when you have a, a director, Steve McQueen, who only makes like art house movies. I know, and then he wants to make a genre film, so but he's gonna throw. Art house touches with he does his, have, he, the wandering I mean, cameras and Steve the, McQueen. Steve McQueen. I thought he was yes. dead. Yes, there's a new Steve McQueen. Black British Steve McQueen. Who has a? Oh, okay. He talks. He, he, he talks like this. He talks. Like, Hello, I'm, 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 I'm Steve McQueen. He, he has like a crazy stutter. By mouth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild actually. They listen. Try to listen to interviews with him because he's incredibly smart. But it's almost like. His brain is working so fast that his mouth can't keep up with it. No. So it's like, and then then they even forced a guy. So, dude, they've been doing this now in movies very recently where if you're going to see a movie, they take someone from the production and sit them down in front of a camera and it says, like, the name of the movie. Thanks like, for watching my movie. Thank you for coming <laughs> to see our movie. We hope you enjoy Robin Hood, Den of Thieves, or whatever the new one's coming, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, he did that. Okay. Go. No, he did no, not. Absolutely did not. not. Oh. They picked someone else. I'm just throwing something random out there. <laughs> okay. So, so he... Uh, I thought that looked good. So they picked him... Of all the people in this movie, they picked him to sit in front of the camera and go, welcome to, thank you for picking our movie, this is what I was doing. And uh, he, it starts with outtakes, bloopers of him, like, trying yeah. to say. <laughs> oh, that's great. And then at one point he's like, this is why I hire actors you know, to do this. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it, so it's a different Steve McQueen, who, huh? he made a couple movies with Michael Fassbender, actually. The he, Fast Member. The Fast Member. He, uh, he, he made a movie called Hunger. In which uh, Michael Fassbender plays a real guy named Bobby Sands, who has had, led a hunger strike in the seventies prisons sure. and uh, during the troubles. I remember that. Like, oh my the, god! During the troubles, you know, there's a lot. It wasn't doing good over there back then. That's sort of more of a Ringo. Anyway. Mm. And yeah. um, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. No, get out of here, Ringo. <laughs> oh, I thought he was doing more of a Paul. Uh, and then there's always John Lennon, who's the biggest creep in the world. All mm. those voices are exactly the same. Yeah, the, they are. Uh, they made a movie where the central part of the movie was uh, Bobby Sands, Michael Fassbender sitting down at a table just like this and smoking three cigarettes and talking to a priest about the the ethics of what they're doing and the the protests and all that. The hunger strike. And it's like an unbroken fifteen minute shot of them just like playing the scene like a stage play. It's pretty much written like a like a scene in a play as opposed to in a movie. Um, but it's a very stylized movie. It's very good. Then he did Shame with Michael Fassbender, where it's Fassbender plays a guy with sex addiction. And then who is it? His cousin? Who is Carrie Mulligan play? His sister? I don't know. Someone yeah, who some, he shouldn't yeah. be sleeping with. Uh, I was going to say his victim. His victim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's gross. At the end of the movie, he's uh, succumbed to his addictions, and it's very, very sad, very yeah. sad movie. Very popular, obviously, for a reason. And then um, 12 Years a Slave. Was that him or was that John Ridley? God damn it. Hang on. It was, yeah, it was him. 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, everyone knows. Michael Fassbender in that as well. And You uh, find someone you like working with. Yeah, almost. Uh, yeah, good luck charm. But then he doesn't pop up in this one. I guess no, he's busy. No, he doesn't. Yeah, probably doing something else. But it's that a lot of other people. Great cast. I yeah. really liked it. I thought it was a fun, interesting, intriguing movie. I was into it. Uh, I oh. like the very opening. Totally. The, the opening it. heist the way yeah. it was filmed from inside the van and stuff. I was like, whoa, this is really intense. 
Uh, I liked it. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Drew? I, I enjoyed it myself. Uh, my favorite parts were, were Brian Tyree Henry and Daniel Kaluuya. They were, they were fucking great. amazing in the, this movie. The Mannings, the Manning brothers. Yeah. yeah, very. every time Daniel Kaluuya walks into a room. He just fucking dead-eyes somebody, and then somebody normally dies. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's bad news for most people when he walks yeah. into a scene. You're like, oh, when this guy shows up, then not, not good. Uh, he's the guy from Get Out, the, uh, yeah. the lead dude. That yeah. kid who... He, he was also in uh, Black Panther. Black, yeah, well, and Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. Uh, he got apparently he got the um, Get Out role because uh, Jordan Peele said he had him during an audition. He had him do the same scene five times in a row. In a row, and every time he he cried at the exact same like moment yeah. in the in the dialogue. Wow! And he was like, "This is my guy," and like he just from at that moment was like, "You have the role. We're not even like." You're my cryer. We're canceling all the other auditions. You're my dude. Yeah, you can do that. So that's how he got to Get Out. Rest is history now, wow. I think. With Daniel Kaluuya uh, from England. English fellow. Yep. Um, yeah, I really, I thought it was really I, good. I, yeah, I agree 100%. I definitely recommend people check out Widows. I get why it's you know, 91%. I get it too. So that's what we saw. We saw that. The movies that came out this weekend was uh, Fantastic Beast. Yep. Anyone get a chance to see that one? I did not, but I... Are you done I, I Probably not until it... You know, streaming or something. Ah, it's see? okay. It, it made $62 million. It's I fine. did. I saw the first one, but not in the theater. Well, not in the theater either? Not in the theater either. Okay, so you're not even going to see these in the theaters anyway. No, well, I heard. It's very funny because I was just, I wasn't even looking, but I saw a headline with a review and it said, the new Harry Potter movie is so bad it makes the old movies terrible too. Like, like oh, that I hate it, that's bad. It was that's something. Never good. It was something like that. It was something really just super cruel. That's never good. That's like when I saw Dumb and Dumber 2. The, oh. the one I came out a couple years ago and mm. I watched that. What, wasn't it Dumb and Dumberer? Dumber. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2. T.O. Oh. Right? Are you thinking Dumb and Dumber? Isn't that the prequel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I never saw any of them. Dumb and Dumber yeah, 2, T.O. Yeah, That's dumb. Dumb and Dumber awesome. 2, <laughs> 2. Dumb and Dumber 2 with T.O. And um, it was very disappointing. And it, and it made me be like, wait a second. Was the first one any good? Is the first <laughs> one bad? And I had to rewatch it. I was rewatching. I was like... Oh, this is sweet. And then I stopped watching. I, like, I, I didn't just want love the first one. I found it I to be annoying, Did but you? I know it was a huge hit. I was twelve years old, yeah, big Jim Carrey fan. Yeah. I was already a big fan of Ace Ventura. I was a kid. So yeah. It was oh, perfect. that was that's perfect for me. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. Exactly. Especially no, you know one of my favorite jokes, and, and a lot of times it kind of slides by without people even noticing. Uh-huh. I think I might even like a long time ago said this on the show, uh, but uh, when they were driving. When they were driving the car and the cop goes to pull him over, you know, mm-hmm. and he keeps going, pull over, you know. Oh, it's a cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Yeah. 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 And then that cop is uh, Harlan Williams. Yeah. Which I didn't. That's yeah. clever. Yeah. He's, he, can, he, can, watch that again. he can be funny in movies, <laughs> but I don't find him funny at all. Harlan Williams? Yeah. I like him more in real life than I do in movies. Really? Yeah. Because I don't know. Whenever He's got a weird perspective on life, man. Whenever, I don't know, whenever he makes a joke, like, mm-hmm. instead of laughing, mm-hmm. he's the type of comic where I'm like, that was pretty good. Good for you. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I get that feeling sometimes <laughs> from people. That's funny. Uh, all right. So, we, you know what? It's funny. So, you say that. You're not even, you even see the first one in theater. So, this is what you're waiting for. While Fantastic Beast Two did me about sixty something, what do you say? Sixty two. Well, you've got that Potter built in. But the first one, apparently, Fantastic Beast made like seventy four opening weekend. So mm. this one made less. Well, this one's 
And then of all the Harry Potter movies, it is the lowest yeah, rated, forty percent least well reviewed one. Forty what? Forty percent on the tomato meter. Oh, well, I mean, it, it makes that's sense though, you know. Be, I mean, it's it's somebody taking a stab at something that's already successful and trying to make more of it. Yeah, but it's not just somebody though. It's J.K. Rowling, the person who started it. No, yeah. I, no, the I know. Thing but thing is though that they a lot of these films and somebody who uh, saw it said this to me is that it just relied so heavily on the CGI and it was just like oh, interesting. Beast after beast after. After Beast with not a very clear story. So where's the story and characters as opposed to Harry Potter? Everyone which really, is, it was all yeah. built on the characters. On these which beautiful makes much, stories, much exactly. Uh, what, what I mean by that, I know it was still written by her, but you know the uh-huh. uh, sometimes when something becomes so popular that it's like there's so much pressure where it's like make make more yep. make more sure. so that like it's not like uh, it, it's not organic anymore it's being yeah it, it, it's not like she went oh there's more to this story that I haven't written about you know because she's passionate about the story and stuff like that it was more like oh they need something more mm-hmm. uh, yeah that makes absolutely uh, yeah, yeah 100% like do we need to keep Which going is sad, down this because mind? that would have been really cool if it was good I mean you know and it would have been something good for the fans of yeah. these series but you know hey, I thought the first one was okay just, I mean it wasn't like it wasn't Harry Potter good which is then you know they're gonna keep making these now they, um, they, but it was fun it uh, was fun announced five, five they're making five Fantastic Beasts movies so there's only the, the second of five of them you it's think? a great name Fantastic Beasts I, yeah. I think it's a bit of a mouthful Fantastic Beasts and where to find them Sounds like a show. Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes well, of Grindelwald. Well, Crimes of Grindelwald. I was going to say, and not and this, where to find them, just but like Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts like itself, that. it would be good. That's if, what I'm saying. If they I, just kept I, it to those two. Yeah. But they didn't. I just, I like that. They called uh, the Fantastic Beasts the new dragon tattoo story. Girl I mean, of the this, Dragon. Was yeah, I was thinking like yeah. Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They came out with the Spiderweb one. Or How I Stopped to Learn to Stop Worrying and Love Remakes. Right. Because we got to love remakes, guys. We're coming. We got to. Oh, my God. Gosh, too. You know, and we've discussed my attitude on remakes, and mm. sometimes I'm wrong. I I do like being proved wrong. It happens sometimes, you know. But most of the then. time, even when they're good, mm. I'm like, it's still not as good it's, as the first it's, one. I'd still rather have the original. I'd rather watch Clash of the Titans all day long. Oh, for sure. One. Versus the new one was garbage. Yeah. No, the first. No, all the, day long. Those new ones were trash. I would rather watch the <laughs> that original Harryhausen animation stuff. Is so much cooler. That's like my epic example of the crap remake is yeah. Clash of the Titans. But even something yeah, you could improve on this movie too. It's not like Clash of the Titans is unassailable, but then yeah. you, you spent all you of this Ray money Harry and you made and this and... huge movie and it's like it's not as good as like this guy with his little clay monsters. I love this so clay much monsters. Better. It's so much better <laughs> than the big CG nonsense yeah. they had going on with Liam Neeson or at least the Kraken. Uh. And there's a big scene where the Kraken stands up out of the water and then he just falls back down. <laughs> Well, because you got to see the whole Kraken. That's the whole movie. The whole movie built to the Kraken standing up and then falling back down. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> watch the first one. Just watch. Yeah, watch yeah. the original. With Get the, the original. With, Harry they even, Hamlin. They even with a beautiful the, young boy named Harry Hamlin. Young Harry Hamlin. Not, not a good actor, but he's a good uh, Perseus. He, yeah. uh, they even pick up the owl, uh, Bubo, Bobo. Oh, my God. And they throw him and, in like a trash pile. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. I was so highly offended. Yeah, it's like, you people are garbage. No wonder these movies suck. <laughs> No wonder these movies are trash. Yeah. Um, Don't right. see those. So we saw Widows. That's the only new movie we saw this weekend. <laughs> so let's go around the table with the What You Watching. Drew, you watching anything this week at all? Uh, I to? mean, I, I know picked... you've been like painting and stuff and preparing for I, things. I picked back up on uh, that Jack Ryan series back on, on Ryan. Uh, Amazon. Okay. 
got a couple more episodes in. There's only one part of the story that I don't care for, and it's mm-hmm. about the uh, the terrorists' family who are trying to get away from the terrorist because now Daddy's a terrorist. You know, before he was just a nice Muslim man, but he got pushed over the edge, and now he, Daddy's a terrorist. He got radicalized, and, af- and now they're afraid. And now, um, and now the good old uh, American CIA has got to save the day. Exactly. Um, so that part of the story I'm not really into. Sounds like but, Homeland. I mean, Krasinski. <laughs> Precisely. I, I like Krasinski in the role. Okay. He does well enough. So you're into all the Krasinski stuff. No, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead again. And then back well. to Red Dead, of course. So, I think that's going to be like... I want to play that so bad. Yeah, and yeah, then get on it. Uh, next week I plan on watching uh, that movie that Ron wants me to watch. That weird... What was the title he tweeted? I forget. Oh, you're not on Twitter anymore. I'm not on Twitter anymore. But uh, this was last week's email. I'm going to have to, yeah. Yeah, we'll check it out again. I'm going to check it so out. So that's where you're on. All right. Yeah. Steve, how about you watching anything this week? Uh, yeah, Food Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our own, our own footage? Yeah, sure. Our yeah. own stuff. We're putting together our show. That's what yeah. we're doing. That's your that's that's Poor guy just looking at himself <laughs> eating food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's it's, hard. It's it's hard. Food, it is hard for me. It's, I can't listen to myself. The idea yeah. of me watching myself eating food is terrific. Sausages and, <laughs> and uh, meatballs. Sausages. And, yeah. My God, I can't. Well, it's not like we did any, you know, this isn't Skin and Max. We weren't going over the top. With yeah, it's, it's like, just eating. I'm not that. even going there. You know what? Now that you mention it, when I go to try something something for the first time, yeah. you got to put porn music in there. All These are notes we have to have after the show. These are the show notes. Um we did last week when Steve was here. We did uh, when Didi Von Zaborski was here from Dinner yes. and Good Conversation. I brought some food stuffs out. Mm, and I want to be invited to that next time. Oh, yeah, we'll make that happen. And we tried some snacks around the world. Uh, so Steve had a seaweed chip. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! He, he, no? he almost threw up in the oh. really? right in that seat I love right there. seaweed everything. Do you? Yeah, I you love have, the salad. You like okay, this fun. is imagine the seaweed salad. Like the good squishy slimy yeah, seaweed okay. salad, I, I, I love that. Like imagine taking one, all of the moisture out of it, and then just eating the seaweed, and then it reconstitutes so with does, the moisture in your does, mouth. But so your does your head cave in when you put that kind in of your mouth? yeah because it's it, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it tastes, does it soaks all the moisture it, out of your mouth. Yeah, it's, it's very salty. Up, yeah. it, it was just a nori wrap like they, they, they use for sushi. It was right. just one of those, like but broken like, into pieces. No, it was just no no squares. Oh. It was a tinier squares. So oh, yeah, like I could just nori. see that just coating yeah. your tongue and yeah. being like... Disgusting. Yeah, that probably it was a little, would... It was a little overwhelming. Uh, but then Steve ate the almost entire bag of Bisley Israeli uh, wheat flavored. No, they were like wheat snacks, but they're yeah. pizza flavored. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are so good. He, he destroyed them. I got to look for them now. There was all that MSG. There was at the, in the International Food Island Publix. And then okay. we just had some these like coconut pineapple things. Like, I'm gonna go for it. Those are so that good. Sounds, I won't, yeah. Next one, bring bring it on. Well, bring right. on the weird stuff. Right. I like the weird. Next stuff. Next time you're here, then we'll we'll do the that'll be the return of the international snack. What well, does not be international? But some sort of weird snack attack. Be careful what you ask for. I may end up uh, showing up with fart candy for all of us. Oh, God. Thanks, Chris. They, they had that over at uh, Five Below. Christmas has officially begun for me. I yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Christmas yeah. is the thing. Um. So, Amy, what do you watch? You, what movies you've seen lately? At all? I what have saw you Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. Oh. What you think? Did you guys see it? Well, Drew and I did, yes. Um, I liked it. Yeah? I thought that he did a very good job. I, I don't know, and you probably know this, but I had heard that there was a lot of uh, sort of discontent when Sasha Baron Cohen was 
supposedly being talked about for that role. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've read different things about his involvement level. and I heard that he wanted to be in, like, a more NC-17 version of the story, but Queen didn't want to do an NC-17 version there, of the story. It, there is for sure um, an element of Brian May and I, Roger Taylor, I think the other guy's name is. The, the, those two guys are, as producers of the movie from the beginning, right. there was for sure an element of them wanting to make sure the movie was sort of sanitized enough for, for their image and for all that, for the history of the band. So I definitely, I mean, I can buy that. I can it could go either way, though, yeah. for me. I mean, yeah, but I don't know that I needed to see, like, the seamy underbelly of his life. You sure, know? You I mean... Kinda, they, you got hints of it based on they what hinted you at saw. It. Yeah, they gave you a you know, general idea. Of Why, I hate on. the idea that when people think like you have to go for that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, well, that's what happened. It's a biopic. You need to like get down to that. And it's like, no, you don't. But those details, aren't they what like separates this from other biopics? So what, I don't know. What do you think? What drew Nye's like main thing was, it just feels like other biopics, you know, it just felt like the Ray Charles movie, the Johnny Cash movie. They all have their issues their drug issues, their issues with sex. And then uh, they have their downfall and then no one likes them. And they come crawling back and everyone likes them again. Come back at the end, play the music, rah, rah, rah. But people, but people liked those. The movie's over. Like, but I mean, like, and there's yeah, still I know people like them, but it's, it's formulaic. So. I think the thing that I, one of the things that I give it high marks for, yeah. especially since I remember skipping one of the most beautiful pool days of that year, it was mm. July, mm-hmm. sitting in my basement videotaping Live Aid. <laughs> oh, Live Aid. Yeah. Yes, and yes. they did the whole set. Which is incredible. Which was cool yeah. as hell. The, I love that. The last that. like 15, 20 minutes of the movie yeah, just was just the whole set. Recreating. And that was super cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about his relationship with uh, Mary. You know? Yeah, yeah. which Which I found interesting and in that they stayed close. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he looked fabulous, especially early days because I do love that 70s rock star look. Um, the, the, the recreation of the different looks. Yeah, and the, I yeah, love the really different cool looks. My, the, my, the I, take a, and... I take a star away, no Flash Gordon. Oh, I take yeah. a star away, no Flash Gordon. Also, <laughs> yeah. I wanted Flash Gordon. They didn't touch on that at all, and no uh, David Bowie getting together to write Under Pressure. You yeah, know? that would have been cool, but too. But they did use Under Pressure, though. And then I read at some point, I was like, well, they, at one, they have one scene in the movie where they're on tour and they're playing Fat Bottom Girls, and that's the music. But then at this point in their career, Fat Bottom Girls hadn't been released for like four years. That's like two yeah, albums see, too early. Yeah, see, that's like Queen historian level. I don't, I'm yeah. not that good. I know me all neither. the music. But Hashtag I me neither. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that stuff, so I wouldn't well, notice it. But, but the thing to me, though, is that like when it comes to like CD underbelly stuff yeah. and like all, the, like all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. see, that to me is for documentaries. Mm-hmm. Biopics to me are more surface level. There's still, when you watch the movie, uh, quite possibly uh, a few things you didn't know. And it's cool to see. I learned things. The characterization of it, whereas documentaries are more for all that, you know, uh, dark stuff and mm-hmm. you know, like all that kind of stuff. Along that's with like the VH1 behind the music uh, thing. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of what I like about it is because you know if I'm sure there are tons of documentaries that have gone delved way deep into These that real human beings so watch lives. so watch that right. but you know then, what i'm saying but then watching a documentary you don't connect to the person the same way as if if you watch a movie in which they're pretending to be the person and then and then you I see them like and that's why and hug but and see, like oh now i really understand freddie well, you mercury you see him getting taken advantage of you see mm-hmm. him struggling with his sexuality and mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. him struggling or so in a documentary mm-hmm. even though they may go deeper in that stuff it's just yeah. so much 
telling you about it. As opposed to when you watch a movie well, and then you're you seeing someone go through they're it. They're cutting you know? to people who were there. Maybe well, and telling, and, and, you know, well, I remember we and that's just a, are mixing it's, these it's two not exactly um, what I would call formulaic. Uh, like, it's not that, you know, uh, structured. But uh, the thing about it, though, is that, like, you know, like they were talking about uh, what was the one with NWA? Um, Straight out of Compton. Thank you. Yeah. They were talking about, like, uh, oh, they totally overlooked. Well, another, yes, kind of a sanitized story. That, uh, that uh, you know, uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's uh, domestic violence issues. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Now we're talking about a documentary can go in any factual direction, mm-hmm. right? But it can also the, be skewed. But but the yeah. problem though is that when you're looking at a script, mm. that wouldn't have worked. What do you mean? In other words, um, you uh, as a filmmaker, you have to make them f- make you feel a certain way about different characters, and they have to balance mm-hmm. the story and everything. Mm-hmm. Documentaries don't have to do that. So um, the point is that if they had gone into that whole de- now, I didn't see the movie, so I can't say for sure. But like, if they went into that whole uh, domestic abuse, which they didn't touch anything on that. Yeah. No, no. But if they did, I I feel like uh, it would have tarnished the entire rest of the feel of the movie. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like when somebody, in other well, words, the when you're watching about a, him, or is the movie about them? Well, the movie is about NWA, and NWA is nothing without Dr. Dre. So. Yeah. Well, but but I mean, it, and it was also a two and a half hour movie. So it's not like they were like, oh, we got to cut for time. Yeah, but <laughs> that didn't happen. Here's the thing, though. Like, and they're not recreating entire concerts. So yeah. Two and a half hours. If you if you put in any other movie, and I know these are not biopics, but it's the same thing because mm-hmm. it's a movie mm-hmm. for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, what if you watch Die Hard? Not the first one because the whole time he's in the tower. But let's say like Die Harder or Die Hard with a Vengeance mm-hmm. or whatever. And it turns out he's a pedophile. Oh. Would that? I mean, here's the thing: that that main character, McLean, mm-hmm. you love him, you're rooting for him. Well, here's the thing, Why no. would you go down that fucking path? Well, it doesn't make sense. I know what Drew's gonna say. Go ahead, Drew. John, John McLean is a fictional character. Doctor Dre is real. Doctor Dre is a real person. Right. But but right. people in theaters, you still have <laughs> they, to, they you do. still have to you still have to follow. Um, it, it, how the person feels about the character, how you're going to portray, portray well, the well character. Then, then don't make straight out of Compton. Make straight out of uh, San Francisco and then make up characters' names and make different names and make the story about whatever you want. And then they can be as base, squeaky base clean as you want them to be. But in a bio, but, yeah, yeah. Make, make it completely fictional. Do a Spinal yeah. Tap version where they're all yeah. very nice young men who oh, don't is get that, into any trouble whatsoever. Tap? But see, here's the thing. They never get into any trouble. The other thing, too, is like this is what they Chose, very nice. yeah. This is what they yeah, chose to focus on. Now, if they went, the, the thing that's unacceptable to me is if they started making shit up in a biopic. Yeah, like well, skipping well, over and making shit up is totally different. Yeah, but uh, um, uh, it's, is it a live omission? Well, here you have making two shit members. up is the same thing. Taking things out, then you're sort of making shit. No, it's not you're, the same thing. It is because you're making up the fact that Dr. Dre doesn't hit women. Right. <laughs> well, he does. He's in plenty of scenes with women, and he never once reaches out to hit a single one of them. Like that's not the Dr. Dre, I know. Yeah, but what if? But but, but what if? Uh, you know, what if in the movie Dr. Dre went Please to MIT? What if? What if he went to MIT and became an expert in uh, space aeronautics? See what but, he, but he did. Yeah. No, he didn't. But in the Bohemian well, Rhapsody movie, we, no, they, they talk about how Brian which, May goes. Which, like he was in college. Yeah. And no, so what would he have been? Really electrical are. engineer and all that stuff. Right. But which which would be a bigger deal? Yeah. And, uh, a dentist. Yeah. Which would be a bigger <laughs> deal though? A, a huge ridiculous lie like that, or skipping over information because you can't you can't fit everything into a movie. Of course, of course you can't fit everything into a movie. That's right. That's why I said it was two and a half hours because they were like, we got to fit all this stuff in. What about the part where he hits women? No, no, no. I love, I have to bring it back to Queen. I loved seeing them make A Night at the Opera. 
That was that fun. was so fun. And were they really doing that? Were they really like put a bunch of water on a drum and do that? I mean, yeah, I wonder how. I bet you. I bet you. Because it, it was them producing it. It was them producing it. They were, you know, they sold the van yes. to make a record, which is very uh, yeah. <clears throat> which back then they had to do. Now you just make, who wants to make a record here? Well, normal, right. my neighbors, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that but, one done by six. But it's the same thing. So straight out of Compton, this movie they uh, then can brush over things. I'm sure the James Brown movie that we've talked about, uh, the, the family estate was involved in that film so that he can brush over those things. They wanted things. to make something for his fans that showed some of who he was but you don't have to show all the details. Thank I mean, you. You don't have to show <laughs> yeah. all right. the details. But, right, exactly. Um, so then, but you get the idea. You can see that he was promiscuous. You can see that he was... Especially but, but these two, we're all two, we are talking about two different things right. here though where you're especially, talking about his no, well, what I'm getting lifestyle is, versus... Not lifestyle. Well, no, not, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, not, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Poor word. You know what I mean. But just who he is... Uh, the way he's living versus right. someone's the real bad, actual right, bad behavior right. no, he didn't that do, he didn't omit. No, he didn't do anything. Well, that's just you, yeah. So, so would you, in would a the, movie, you have to movie, take something out that's going against the flow. And they just wanted to make something for the fans that showed them how Unders- to move. I understand, understand so that I too. So you can make something for the fans, but I can also criticize them oh, for omitting huge issues. I'm not agreeing. I'm just. I'm just trying to like. Show that I understand your point. Yeah, I understand Thank the you. point. I understand the point too. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah, that. yeah, but I mean, you know, if Doctor well, Dre wants to make a movie about himself, and he says in that movie, I he portrayed himself. Oh, did himself. he? Did he make that Absolutely. movie? Absolutely. Oh, That's well, what then, I'm saying all these movies are produced oh, by okay. the people. Okay, see, I didn't realize that. Well, then, yeah. Well, then, obviously, he's not gonna, you know. So he's not gonna put in the part where he uh, was accused of beating a woman no, in the bathroom. No, that'll be for somebody else to make and find all the people uh, who would be apparently willing to talk some about sort it. of documentary. Steve's waiting for someone to make that no one's gonna fuck can watch because it's a documentary that's why you make movies that's why you make them dramatic that's why you cut out Johnny Cash's uh, they kept in a decent amount of Johnny Cash's craziness if I they did oh yeah and, they did and, yeah. and, and they yeah, did they the did. drug abuse Earl's thing and everything yeah. Earl's pretty good uh, I love that movie well actually ironically with Johnny Cash you know what they cut out um, the religion the other mm, way they went yeah. the other way on Johnny Cash's story and they left in all the drugging and the promiscuity and all that and then when he came back it was just for love of my June oh I love you June oh. uh, but really part of it was I love Jesus yeah but part of it was uh, Jesus they, they got him back into the church and he was very much then like putting on Christian albums and and then he uh, and covered Trent Reznor <laughs> Years, years, years. So he was dying at that point. He's like, oh, no, this is not good. Rick Rubin says, let's do it, buddy. So I that's interesting that they actually took out the religion. Did you think that he got a little Captain Jack Sparrow with his Freddie Mercury? Or... No. No? No, I thought it was in the, any sort of caricature, any porn or silly. I thought it was pretty... Okay. Pretty honest. I don't know. Felt. I don't know Freddie Mercury's. I don't know him either. I've never met him. Ma- I mean, I was about. But I don't know. Died, Maybe so. it was just the hair and like the. He's too kind short. Of, the kind of slight the speech impediment y thing with the teeth. The, yeah. The teeth are hard to not notice. Obviously, that's a whole word. Yeah, but that was great. He's I, also uh, teeth. He's I also like, short. I like how they uh, they incorporated all that. Yeah, it's interesting you know? the, the way they did that. So, so but so you liked it overall. I did. Yes. I liked it overall, and of course, the music is. It phenomenal. helps that to be a fan of the music. Yeah, already, no, the music is sure. phenomenal, and it was great to see how they made it. I enjoyed it. Anything else uh, you see in theaters lately? What was the last thing you saw? Before, uh, that? before that was probably did the new see, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, I you, saw the new Halloween. Did you enjoy that one? I did. Really good. I That's did. Not ashamed. I gotta Not see that. Not ashamed to admit it. I, I thought Jamie Man, Lee Curtis. Like, I love. You're I almost love out of time her. now, Steve. Oh. Uh, it's like maybe one screen in a day. Now. I know. I missed the, the house with the clock in the walls. Did anybody see that? No. Nope. I, wa- no. I wanted to see that. That's why yeah. that was out of theaters quick because no one saw that. Really? one. Halloween though was still sort of kicking around. Halloween was good. Jamie Lee Curtis. She kicked ass. She's so great. Yeah, she she kicked ass. 
I love it. It's a very tense movie. Very uh, yeah. what? Very violent. It was tense. Very and, and violent. Very violent. Not all the. You not, gotta be kidding me. Halloween H two O is intense. You put on Halloween H two O. I don't want to spoil like, it for anybody, but once you know. again, Jamie Lee Curtis is not topless in this Halloween. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, that's good. Not in this one. Is anyone topless in it? No, 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 no. No, they devoted all the art of violence. No titties. Where the titties? No she was an executive producer. Perhaps she wanted to move away from the. Well, look. Fair enough. The, we, got, we got titties and widows. You know. We got widow titties. This no, time, we, we got, we titties. Get no, some but you titties. know what? I just realized this time the boy got punished for sex and not the girl. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you right. know that I'm kind of a horror movie girl. Yeah. But, then, but then also another boy. Just and one of my favorites is the original Halloween. I love it. Oh, if you like the original, it's no, but like women are really, always well, men really and women. That's what I figured. They've been getting punished yeah. for sex yeah, to yeah. the point where it's been like lampooned a million times. It's like a thing. Yeah. But, so, but then we talked about this on a bonus episode with John Carpenter. So it's always been positive that horror films are like moral plays. Riley plays the whole final girl, teenagers being killed for promiscuity. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter says, "No, I was just making." movie about teenagers being teenagers they, right. they hang out in houses and smoke weed and have sex why is this why is this some sort of moral play yeah right well you know, I guess they're everybody... just being they're just having a cool fun time it's you you're the ones who think they're being bad it was a michael myers bio no but it became like a trope <laughs> you know what i and mean over parts. years it became like one did, of the absolutely. i think uh, friday the 13th was much more yes oh my gosh the mom was like punishing out punishing the kids specifically right. for uh, having sex instead of watching their kids, right. and that's why her son drowns, et cetera, et cetera. Very True. convoluted. Uh, he drowned, but nobody backstory. seems to be able to kill him. Yeah, I know, right? Because he came back as a zombie in the yeah. and grew up. One? Yeah, I'm so confused. Somehow yeah. grew up in the water. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's great. Uh, I just like so. In ten, is he a uh, clone zombie of some sort? In ten, what Jason X? Yes. When he cyborg. goes to space, he's a cyborg. He's a cy- the one that goes cyborg. to space is a cyborg. See, those are ridiculous. Well, we, we cyborg asked, Jason. It's also the movie is also made for like ten thousand dollars, so it's very very. And cool. it has one of the greatest scenes very, ever, very where cheap. he takes one girl in a sleeping bag and beats her to death with another girl in a sleeping bag. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> I, that is, I, I. That's I worth seeing. Feel the like movie. I'm betraying yeah. every woman, but that's. It's hilarious. And for being a horror movie fan, like you get yeah, it. You know? I do, I do yeah. get it, and, it, and it's great. It wouldn't have mattered if it was a boy. Yeah, it just no, happens yeah. to be a girl. It's just, it's just yeah, you was, beat someone to and death. That was with another person. Person. And that was Jason X. Which is Jason X. Which is space. This is a gender neutral violent issue here. It's also a movie in which two people are sleeping in sleeping bags in outer space. So, like, explain that one. It's cold out there. They don't have cuts. It's a controlled environment, Amy. You're in outer space. It's cold. It's cold outside. The capsules. They're not floating around. I like the idea of like a supernatural like serial killer being confused by like gender dynamics. You know what I mean? Where they're like, well, it is a woman. Should I? (laughs) That would be really fun. A cyborg Jason's like, oh, it's a man. I'm not trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers is, is like, oh, that's a baby. I ain't trying he to fuck with yeah. baby. So good. I I'm telling you, Michael Myers is yeah. is oddly empathetic. In this one, yeah, in, yeah, he's just trying to get. His and kid, also huh? in the Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> houses, I have to say. Oh, are you well, yeah. some real Halloween house love now? Oh my love? gosh, yeah. I love 
as many I would like a house with just with just Demogorgons and Michael Myers like if you yeah. could Universal I'm making a request I just want a house with both of those things like you need to do the go. new mashup Demogorgon versus Michael Myers forget so, someone needs to mash up that Stranger yeah. Things yeah. Theme, Stranger Things yeah. theme with yeah, Halloween exactly. well, you know what I was like really excited about actually like most much of either of those uh, <laughs> by Halloween is is that uh, the guy that played the shape uh-huh. that being Michael Myers yes. uh, is, just, is the same that. as the original yes, yes. I, that's really cool I was yeah. very excited for that because I mean I've seen all of the uh, the Michael Myers ones and I mean yeah. they, they all do a good job all the different Michael Myers yeah. over the years uh, it's, it's very understated it's hard to you know you go you, oh you just walk you around but it's like creepy mask but they do, it? do it's in the, in the body movement it's also, just the, it's this I wish we were on video. Just the head like turns. Oh, the way he yeah. turns his head and looks at things. Yeah. Oh, especially when like he... saw one dude on the ground and he's like, say something. And then just turns and looks at him. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, great. That's amazing. That was great. Uh, uh, the way they treat like the mask and then the putting on the mask at scene oh, yeah. and the gas oh, station. It's, oh, it's like... the cop. Yeah. I lost my son. I, I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like the girl in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. That was fantastic. I really, really... I, just... I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's really good scene. If you really like the original... Nerd. And then Holy the facts. Shit, so like he, they even say at one point, I think it was Jamie Lee Curtis says like I saw the shape, and yeah. uh, another point the right. cop who's the same cop from the first movie is like I was there the night of the yep. babysitter murders or whatever. So they're making all these like deep cut it references. Was great. The one it from was the original great. and this one that's Nick Castle, right? I don't know. Is that the, I don't know if that's the guy's name. I can't think of I the actor's name. It is the same. Seeing... The, the cop who interrupts uh, Loomis from killing Michael Myers right. in the first one. Yeah. He's like, I made a mistake in the first one. I ain't doing it again. He's like, I'm going out to kill Michael Myers. It's pretty good. Right. Well, the I thing is, you one. have to forget every other movie. Which I'm fine with. You know? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, because I heard that. They like took it in a different direction. Done. Well, no, because, yeah. because he's been killed one. like a thousand times already. Yeah, it's And so by the way, we didn't, we still didn't see him die. Technically, spoiler alert, spoiler This is a Halloween movie. We all know. His name is James gonna... Jude Courtney. Okay, well, Nick Castle was one of them, but mm-hmm. I, I thought it was the original. There I'm wrong there. But so, uh, uh, Yeah, there were well, all kinds of spoilers in that one. But but you asked what I was watching, and what I started watching was that... um. That, uh, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Eli Roth series on horror. And I haven't. Will Patton. Will Patton, that's the guy's name. Yeah. Oh, Will sorry. Will uh, Eli Roth's uh, like History a, of Horror. Have you seen no, that? What's that? Oh my God, on AMC. Horror. I started yeah. watching it. Cool. And the first episode, I, <laughs> I've only seen that one most of the way through, but uh. I'm dying. Called History of Horror. The first episode, Zombies. And I think he's got one on vampires and one on. Cool. And I was completely just wrapped yeah. with it. And it's. It seems to be great. I can't speak for the series, but based on what I saw of episode one, mm. I can't wait to see the rest of it. I'm stoked. All right, very cool. You, so I, you seem I, like you remembered something. That yeah, yeah, I did remember something. Um, I I bought a movie, uh, maybe like three days ago, and so I've actually watched it twice since. Whoa. I've mentioned the movie on the show before. Beetlejuice, the spy who dumped me. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I heard good things. He's, oh, he's a, he's a I, huge fan. Of I this love one. the freaking movie. Didn't you just see it randomly the first time? Yeah, my dad was like, hey, you want to see the spy who dumped me? And I was like kind of in the mood for a movie. In movie theater. And I was like, sure. I, I, I didn't know what he was talking about. I hadn't seen the trailer. You were just like, whatever, or, I'll go to a movie. Yeah, I'll go to a movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll go to a movie with my dad. Yeah. yeah that's cool. And I, I went and saw it. Oh, so good. So it's Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis, right? Yep. My dad would not want to see that movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. not, not a Kate McKinnon fan? No? 
But no, the, he but might did I like be. It? He might be. He d- oh, we both enough. loved it. It was yeah. a great biopic. See, maybe your dad liked it. It was a biopic. <laughs> See, maybe, maybe your dad will like it. It was about Kate McKinnon's life. <laughs> and the spy and the spy who dumped her to real life, life. <laughs> to real life James Bond who dumped her he watched it twice so a huge endorsement from I like Steve Mila Ritchie. Kunis I like her too I like her a lot yeah, two great. days in a row uh, two, wow spy who dumped me there was it like the second day with commentary or something or no just does, watched it does again does have a commentary track I don't know I'll have to look Probably again because I, I do I still make some of those they still do them I, I really yeah. wish they would continue to do that because I loved watching those I think uh, and it's not that hard either it's an extra audio track yeah. it doesn't take a lot of space on the DVD or blu-ray or whatever it is exactly there's there's no reason not to do it it only takes literally however the long the movie is for just uh, do it you to lazy record fucks. It. record your shit yeah so does the podcast but still to this day the best ones uh, that, that I've seen like the feature length uh, commentary mm-hmm. uh, is the uh, director's commentary from the first second and third uh, Naked Gun oh really oh you learned so much yeah yeah, they really give it like, to you. There's tons of things because I mean they hide tons of shit. You know what I mean? They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, see that right there? That's because da 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 or whatever. You know what I mean? They explain what the genesis for all the jokes and stuff. Yeah, wow. and I mean, and like my favorite was when they'd be like, "Yeah, we made that joke. Um, it doesn't really make sense, and there's no story behind it, but we thought it was hilarious." And you're like, "Awesome, that's very funny." That's, yeah, that's very cool. There's they, in most of the like you know like throughout all three of them like when you go into like different houses and stuff like that when there's scenes in different houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For absolutely no reason, there are pictures of Davy Crockett framed on the wall. They just decided to throw them out there. Yep. All right. See, I never noticed yeah, that. But people are like, the commentary the, yeah, and and people are like, what's the significance of Davy Crockett? There is none. None. It's just We there. thought it was hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, my favorite commentary track is for This Is Spinal Tap. They get the three guys in Spinal Tap. Uh, Michael McKeon, Christopher Guest, and uh, Harry Shearer. But they do it in character. To do it in character as <gasps> Dave St. Hubbins. Oh. Uh, Derek Smalls. And, Turn this uh, thing off. I want to go watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 makes it a whole new movie it really does because yeah. now they they did that in like the early 2000s and they watched a documentary the mockumentary as a real thing so they're talking about everyone in the movie like oh this person's dead that one's dead and then like all the oh. things that happened and uh i know what i'm doing next week oh <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty incredible it's one of the best commentary tracks ever of all time uh you know what i'm watching we'll finish this first half with this real quick this is a. Uh, uh, fantastic for me. I don't know about you guys, but on the I got someone's WWE Network uh, pass, and they have tons of original content on there. So much of it's actually like absurd. What network did you say? The WWE wrestling. Okay, that's what oh I thought my you gosh, said. So I, I, I almost sure. wore my Hot Rod shirt today. Really? Yes, because I, that was like how we became friends. Yes, well, they live, <laughs> and I just saw real quick he popped up as a talking head like, in an interview. I was like, oh, Roddy Piper, and this uh, they did one pretty much one season of a show that's like 10 episodes long an hour long each was like a 10 hour fucking documentary about the monday night wars monday yeah. night raw uh wow. wwf and wcw monday nitro and how ted turner started wcw yeah and how it's like i want to go head to head so it's this huge story about these two companies going at it and well and that's interesting even if you're not interested in wrestling it can yeah. still be interesting that's so you know what I mean I just yeah, saw about a thing TV about Wrestlemania yeah just about just Wrestlemania just about Wrestlemania and th- such a huge that entity. it was this event that yeah. like it was either gonna make or break yeah. the whole thing like the, the stakes of it yeah and gigantic it was, ama- it was so cool it's it very was fascinating. so interesting because just like Steve said it's and I like think just, it would be interesting to anybody it's, yeah it's just business you yeah. don't have to like yes. exactly you just watch an epic story and then so what they're doing is the very first episode is like the birth 
birth of WCW and the birth of Nitro and like the very first episodes of Nitro they shot at MGM Studios at Disney World. We're like, what is this? Uh, no, before they were at the, the Nitro, they filmed they were filming at uh, Orlando and then um, Raw I think also did some stuff at Orlando and then the first episode of Nitro they did at the Mall of America. Which is insane. So there's like all these escalators everywhere and levels of people. It's right. still such a weird setting. That is weird. So the first episode is like just setting everything up. And then each episode after that is like about a specific group or person or uh, a through line for And where years. is this? This is on the WWE Network. Okay. So you have to have access to this network. Okay. Which is, it has everything on there, including the reason I even wanted access to begin with. It wasn't even for any of this stuff. I just stumbled across it. I just want to watch like old wrestling matches from the, yeah. from the 80s and 90s and 70s. And they have from regional matches, not just WWF, but all these other companies. So if you're like a real old school wrestling fan, they got it all. Including any any pretty much Hot Rod, Roddy Piper match you want to watch. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 1 was him and uh, Paul Orndorff versus Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. We go watch it right now. So if you fun. To. Yeah. <laughs> Love Roddy Piper. So yeah, I'm watching Love that. Love Mr. T too. Mr. T's fantastic. I'm uh, gonna go home and watch the spot you dumped me. <laughs> Again. Time. There you go. <laughs> so I'm about three episodes deep on that one, so I'm gonna keep watching that. Fun. So there you go. That's why I'm watching. Uh, we're gonna listen to Billy D's Death at the Movies yeah. as we go into this break. Billy D uh, has a review of Making a Murderer season two. As well as a uh, uh, Asian horror film, May the Devil Take You. Ooh. And then he also talks about going to see uh, a band, He Is Legend, but seeing them Super at tiny. a, at a yeah. tiny venue where it's like, like a Christian podcast music tour. Cause, but some bands dropped out, so they had to like fill, they needed just to fill a spot. So this very non Christian band he played for an audience of uh, Christians who were there for like folk music mm-hmm. and, uh, and Bill. Awesome. And, and Saguar so. came out. And- Essentially. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and pretty much, Saguar like, came out to open for the Brooklyn Tabernacle <laughs> Choir, is essentially what happened. And Bill was there. thrilled. And Bill loved yeah. every, <laughs> second of it, every second. That's so, awesome. So he talks about that and then uh, the Netflix series and the movie. So here we go, listen to Bill, and then we'll be back with the second half of the show yeah and his name is death and there is only one thing we say to death some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate on bill welcome to billy d's death at the movies what is up my dudes i had a very busy and weird week up here i caught he is legend on one of the most bizarre tours ever a christian podcast tour those are a thing Sheffy and I missed the live podcasting, darn, but we caught the music. Two very earnest folk acts, probably the most sincere shit I've heard in Brooklyn. These kids love Jesus, man. One of them almost made me laugh a lot with a song where the chorus was the word fentanyl, sung eight times. But I managed to suppress the urge. I guess this is growing up? Then he his legend came out and melted all our faces, Christian and non-alike. Aside from that, I watched all of season two of Making a Murderer this week, as well as May the Devil Take You. Making a Murderer was pretty good. You know, if my baseline for hating authority figures and shit is like a six, watching this show cranks it up to about a nine. I just fucking hate cops and old white men so much when I watch this show. Since the release of the first season, the news reports on this case enough for me to have almost skipped out on this, thinking, I know where this is at. I'm good. But one of my true crime buds was like, it's real good, dude. Every day for a week. So I caved. And this season was pretty great. They've got new lawyers who seem like they're doing lawyer stuff. 
getting the evidence tested and checking out leads and other suspects. You know, conducting an investigation. Following evidence where it leads rather than leading evidence where you want it to go. Stuff that lawyers and police should do in a murder case. So if you like true crime and legal stuff, Making a Murderer is just sitting there on Netflix waiting for you. But you know who's having a pretty good year? Indonesian horror filmmakers. Why? Because I know they exist. And they're killing it. May the Devil Take You is a great haunted house slash possession movie. It's got a great pace and tone, falling in a weird place that reminded me of both Sam Raimi's Evil Dead and Fede Alvarez's Evil Dead. Imagine the tone and camera work of Raimi's Evil Dead, but with the effects and grit of Alvarez. Anyway, it's about a young woman named Alfie. Her dad is in a coma, and her stepmom wants to sell Alfie's childhood home to pay his bills. And it turns out dad was hiding something pretty nasty in that house. This was a pleasant surprise, especially after something great like Satan's Slaves earlier this year. Bonus points to May the Devil Take You for having the gang boss from the raid as the dad. So check out May the Devil Take You and Making a Murderer. And if the Bad Christian Podcast Tour is coming to your town, go rock the fuck out to He Is Legend and act real confused about everything else. Remember, you can follow me all over the internet at I Love Blood on Twitter, at I Love Blood on Instagram, and if you want to check out my photography, at Billy D Snaps on Instagram. Stay cool, I'm Billy D. We appreciate it. Uh, Making a Murderer Season 2, and then again. May the devil take you. All right, there you go. Did did you watch the first one? Um, No. Making a Murderer? Yeah. That was so popular, but no, I did not. I I didn't either. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch The Staircase. That's another popular true crime. Staircase? The Staircase, another uh, season true crime series. On what? Netflix? Netflix? Yeah. Yep, that people raved about when it came out. It didn't have the same uh, amount of raves as Making a Murderer, but people were like, oh, the staircase is really good. I just remember don't people... have enough time for Thank this. you. Yeah. Too I much don't... content. Yeah, it's too much, and I just don't... I've had... <laughs> They're slinging you know? so much tent. No, like it's it's. <laughs> we're just we're just dripping in tent right now. Since right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer went off the air, my people have been like, "You need to watch X. You need to watch." Y. And I haven't. Like, I'll know, never catch up. I'm done with keeping up all that stuff. Never, never. I'm still meaning to watch The Wire. Um, I know, right? Yeah, and people are like, you gotta watch this. Like, yeah, it's slow effort. Like, I watched two episodes of The Wire, and like the whole time, I'm like, "This is this is I can't do this." Really? I, and well, I you know, with, a show like that, you kind of got to give them a few episodes. That, that's just it, though. I know that's true. I know yeah. that's true. There it are took a couple me, of things I yeah. ate up. I ate up Glow. Mm. I ate up Ugly Delicious. If you guys ever watched that show, you recommended that one to us. Yeah, I, I love that one. Yeah. But <clears throat> what was now that? I'm gonna do Ugly one. Delicious. No, I mean, what what is it? Food it's show. A, it's about food. It's yeah. about food. Oh, no. That's why we're supposed to watch it, see? We're, we're producing a food show. That's where we got to yeah. watch it. Food, food that's not pretty, but tastes of, really good. Um, yeah. And now I'm going to do this horror series. And I'll always watch Bob's Burgers when there's a new one. Bob's Burgers. The old Belcher family. Oh, my gosh. I love that show. Man, like a couple months ago, it came up in a trivia question. Third round. What's the last name of the family on Bob's Burgers? And I was so mad afterwards. Nobody got that? No, people got it. No, just when I was playing. Oh. I was playing one of Curtis's shows, like oh. Ace Cafe. And I was like, why can't I? 
Why is it? Because I'm thinking because Bob. Because I don't watch it, but I'm thinking, what's Bob? What's Bob's last name? But if I was just thinking, well, who's Bob's fan? Well, there's Tina. Tina Belcher. Everyone knows fucking Tina Belcher. Mega popular character. You know? Yeah, well, you are Tina Belcher, I was bro. Tina Belcher. There you go, That's right. It's a, it's a fun costume. It's a good one. And then uh, Tina's the glasses. Who's the other one? The one with the Louise. The, the Louise. Ah, oh, that's the uh, what's her name? Um, Kristen yeah. Shaw. Kristen Shaw with the face. from with Flight the of cheeks. the Concords. With the that's cheeks. why I always think of her. Flight, Flight of, of the Concords. Loved Flight of the Concords. Was a big fan. She was also great in what was the other show? That she's I was funny. Her in? She pops up a lot in. She is funny, funny, funny. Um, plugs real quick. Drew online. Go. Antihero419, two places, Instagram, Facebook. Do it, people. Steve Etchie, online, go. What? Amy <laughs> Drew, where can people find you online? Uh, Instagram is Amy Drew, A-M-Y-D-R-O-O. Mm-hmm. And you will find me uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. same. Yeah. And you will Amy find me on Facebook, A.D. Thompson. Yeah, just Google Etchie, you find also, all my stuff. And Steve Etchie, obviously. Yeah. Also follow at Drewster Cogburn on, on uh, Twitter. It's not me, but they do a great job. They do, they, they they do a great they, job. They, it's a very good parody account. They know what they're doing. Is that an underscore or is that all one word? All one all word, Drewster Cogburn. Cogburn. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, look it up, Steve. It's, it's good. Use your phone. It's I'm going to do that right I, now. I, I, I have, him. He's a legend. He has yeah. his own parody account. I have no idea. You're like the Orlando Cobra. That's a dream of mine, seriously. Literally, the day I left Twitter, it well, it up. went activated because yeah. it, w- it was made two years ago, apparently, because it was a born on date, January 2016, but yeah. then Drew left Twitter 2018, and then it was like immediate activation. That's like people who Twitter account activation. websites, yep. and they buy these <laughs> domains ahead of time, and then they can sell them for like... Twitter account oh, activation yeah. start Drewster Cogburn. No. Twitter go. I think, I think they call it like... Uh, I want that. You Do are... that to me. Do that to my <laughs> mic. Yes. Uh, go. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that your mic? Yeah, it. it was. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say Woodwicky. You say Woodwicky. Say <laughs> Woodwicky. See, anyone can do it. See, anyone can do it. Anyone can be a transformer. I know, but I like it when you do it. Uh, oh, I should have done something from the Universal Ride. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Drew. A-M-Y-D-R-O-O. Was the, was the D-R-E-W taken? It was, yeah. but I think it's cute and phonetic. I like the little O's. No, they it's look a, like googly eyes. It's more of a, <laughs> it's more of a, a eye catching. I already named an episode uh, Amy Drew Cogburn, I think so. I don't think I can do that Aww, one again. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it's a fun portmanteau. So. I'm following Drew Cogburn. Yeah, yeah. puts him up to what? Join the party. I don't know. Thirty. It's not 30, my account. Thirty followers. <laughs> yeah. It's not my account, Chris. I don't know. What counts more effective than Drew ever was on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's because he was anti-hero, like four one nine, four one nine. But but I mean that's that the thing. well but exactly. Good. There were so many anti-heroes, and it's so like he was the four hundred nineteenth one. I mean, I like the <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like He's the name. The best one. I do like the name, He's but like yeah. anti-hero. That's six. like I was gonna say. Was no. that was that like the Just minute the before four twenty? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. All. I know you well enough. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did the anti-hero four nineteen thing when I was sixteen. Nice. Yeah. That's how. Then he stuck with it for the last thirty years. Is that incredible? Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. You know, or you know, what my first, uh, my first email was, uh, cool guy Steve sixty nine sixty nine. No, at netscape.com. Pickled camel toes. Oh, at, that's even worse. Hold on, at your, your mom.com. Nice. I remember the your mom. Yeah. Oh, Which, yeah. by the way, yeah. does not yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, I'm very sad anymore. to say. Oh my god, my first one. There was still dial up. Yeah, like no, exactly. Fourteen bar. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was still, but I don't remember my. Oh, it was still first, dial up. I don't, up. My, I don't remember my first one either. Well, I don't remember my AOL one. Like, 
but that's not really your email address when it's AOL because it's like you're, people still use AOL. I it's still like, see it's your AOL. Whole, well, what I mean though is like it's your whole account. Like you know what I mean? Like you don't think about just emailing. You think about that's my name in the existence. chat rooms yeah, and that's my yeah. name in the. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, I don't remember. And I remember I did it, but I don't remember what my names were. Antihero four one nine. Oh oh. Back in the day. Uh, Patreon.com slash So We just did an episode of the Swervey Jones Show. We did. Uh, people will be able to Swervey hear that. Swervey That episode comes out November 19th, which is tomorrow, technically. Uh, but who knows when people are actually listening to this. So people can listen to that episode for Drew Chicago and myself. We also did a member show bonus episode. So if you sign up to be a Swervey Jones member, two ninety five a month, you can hear us uh, get even drunker and just do a drunker version <laughs> of the free show. Because that's really all that it is. That sounds fun. Because no. that's all it is. And then you know how... I know that's all it is because we told them that to their face as we were doing yep. it. <laughs> and, they, and they agreed with and, us. And they're just like, yep, yeah, this is all we're doing. <laughs> I was like, you know, you're asking people to pay for a drunker version of, of what you do normally. For and they're free. like, yep. And they're like, yep. I was like, hey, it's working for you. So <laughs> you guys, you guys have way more subscribers than we do. Yeah. Our Patreon is failing and we're working hard. We're, we're try hard. No one likes to try hard. No, no. Yeah. Speaking of trying hard. They're slinging the tent. I'm sorry. I'm on that today. You are on that tent. It's fine because there's too much tent. Uh, we're drowning in tent. <laughs> I, I woke up in the middle of the night coughing tent up. I had to, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, so, tent. And uh, so we put out a Tom Hanks giving bonus episode. T. Hanks giving. T. Hanks giving. Uh, Drew and I picked three Tom Hanks movies each. And then you can choose your own movie marathon, choose your own adventure, and pick from those six movies for your Thanksgiving Tom Hanks movie marathon. Oh, so you can great hear idea. It's yeah, a fun idea, right? Thank you very much. That's that Drew's idea. There's a lot of good stuff in that list, so, I'm sure. Well, you only picked six. People yeah. are like, Exactly. Okay. You should have tweeted yes. that, Drew. What? He can't. <laughs> <laughs> He'll Instagram it, though. No, he won't. He barely uses Instagram. Uh, he likes my posts. He's on there. Oh, he's on there. He's lurking. All on there. <laughs> if I, do, I like posts, he's liking. He's lurking and liking. I, I, I just don't post he's, things he's myself. A, he's a lurker. He posts yeah. things occasionally. No. Every once in a while. If I, if, if, if what's the last post? Our logo. Yeah. 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 Our new logo. Yeah, our new logo. Nice. Sweet logo. Uh, patreon.com slash Crestable so as we were talking about uh, our Patreon last night on the Crest- on the Sorry Jones show Crestable Jones show that's a bonus episode we did a while ago remember that oh yes. no you were very no. oh no yeah, yeah. I, I got too drunk and threw up and passed out he made chicken enchiladas but halfway through the chicken enchiladas went into the bathroom to spend the rest of the time vomiting and then me and Trey were like oh wow. let's step around what do we do mm-hmm. just wow they came out great one of the many reasons I really don't drink anymore <laughs> they came out great yeah, because he wanted the enchiladas. Mm. It's like, I was enchilada-less. Yeah. I am oh. not drinking anymore. <laughs> yeah, he, he put in half to work, and then we crushed it. And uh, someone put in the comments that, like, I can't find the show. <laughs> they couldn't find the Crespity so like, Patreon account. And I'm like, it's not. If you just search Crespo, it pops up. It's like the second account from the top. I say all the time, it's patreon.com slash Crespadiso. Uh, both in the Twitter accounts, my Crespadiso account, and the I am Chris Crespo account, it's pinned to the top of both accounts. And every time we do a bonus episode, I put out links directly to each post. I, it's the easiest thing to find our Patreon. So someone like tried to search for it once, couldn't find it, and then gave up. That's uh, podcast listeners are the worst. I love that name, Patreon. Patreon. It's a good it's, name. It is a great name. It's a good name. But, but podcast listeners, however, are not great. Garbage. It's like pythons for patriots. Correct. Yeah. Drew is thinking hard about that one. <laughs> so what is that? I don't even know what that, <laughs> that means. Is, is that is that a service where we give uh, uh, helping pythons to disabled veterans? Pythons for patriots. Pythons for patriots. No. I'm down. Yeah. No. It's a Some, South. It's a South Florida program. Somehow we've got to train the pythons to be helpful. Though I don't know how that works. Can you can you train snakes? 
<laughs> snakes are not trainable. No, but you know they're not. But we you know what? Snake. They are. Yeah, if, I know. If, oh, that's right. You've seen that snake. <laughs> I was. Chris is definitely afraid. Of snakes. I didn't I see know, the snake. No, 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 you brought yeah. up the. No, you brought up the salamander. I think. No, it's a the, gecko. The gecko. No, did, no, did no. you also bring up the snake no, too? Yeah, yeah. My I daughter see, I brought I, out the snake. I, I, my daughter I loves it reptiles. She's a gecko and she has a snake. He's yeah. a pink snake. He's mm-hmm. a pink cool snake. I had snake. a pink yeah, no, snake. My, my buddy had a bunch of rat snakes <clears throat> growing up. Red rats, black rats, yellow rats. Yeah, this rats. was a corn snake so. that was given to her by the vet. Yeah. It eats corn on As the cob. It's really hilarious. Evil, evil vet. Are you sure that snake came out for real? What, a what do you mean? What, 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 yeah, no, no, no. And then you, that was when I went, as soon as you, you know. See, I can't remember the snake. I blacked it in my memory. Yeah, you blacked I, it I, out. I, I meant in black. She's it's nice been wiped. Snake. His I, name is Loki. I remember the salamander. Loki, but see, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I do not remember but the But see, here's the, th- here's the thing, though, is like, if you're not. Actually, a, I remember the salamander, a, then everything after that moment, I just remember getting home. It's not a salamander. It's a gecko. I, I remember <laughs> the, the, the Komodo dragon you brought out, and then after that, everything was just black. They have wild animals in the sounds like them in the middle of the night. The thing is, though, if you're provided you're not afraid of snakes, so frightened. Um, Jamie, if you're listening, they are not a salamander. Don't be listening. This is when, a show for adults. When you put them over your neck, you know, like or on your arm or wherever, really. Yeah. Uh, it's so relaxing. Like the way that they move and the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I like snakes. Yeah. It's like being massaged by somebody that uh, has very tiny muscles. Massaged by evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Evil. Slithering evil. I don't mind yeah. being massaged by evil. Well, yeah, that's your. That's, you want, that's the name of your Thai massage place that you're <laughs> massaged by evil. If you if you start yeah. feeling the spa, the spa music is like a lot of Slayer and Cannibal Corpse. <sighs> if you start feeling that's like you're effects. getting massaged by <laughs> like you're getting a deep oh, we'll tissue massaged by a snake, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, because it's constricting you. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, but I mean, like when evil, they normally evil, just evil. like slither around, like on, like around it, your neck. Oh, oh, it feels so good. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It does. It <sighs> just don't play with snakes bigger than you because they will try and eat you. Same thing with cats. Yeah. Same thing with cats. If a yep. cat's ever staring at you, what's the size of you? Well, yeah. cats are evil. It's like I think I can source snakes. That's just that's just the thing. If snakes are cool. I hate cats. They're the worst. I like both evil things. I know it's it's in my Bumble profile. Uh, dogs are cool, cats I'll abide, but snakes get the fuck out. At least you didn't say cats drool because that's dogs drool, cats drool, yeah, boy. <laughs> exactly. Beard over the stash, 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 Chris, Chris, let's talk some movie news. How do you think Queen's music is doing in the charts now that Bohemian Rhapsody is a hit? Probably a lot better. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a lot better because Queen has been steadily on the radio ever since it was <laughs> incepted. <laughs> um, but probably this probably been a spike. I would uh, say. Well, the film soundtrack, which is almost entirely Queen music, mm-hmm. yeah, as opposed to like Mamma Mia, where it's yeah. Pierce Brosnan belting out with all his heart. God bless some uh, Abba songs. Uh, the film soundtrack currently has the band at number three. I think that's good. Let the, the young people the, rediscover Queen. Exactly. Queen's amazing. Well, especially number three isn't bad because it's not opening week. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's been yeah, it took there. a week or two, yeah, for people to so, see so number the movie three isn't bad for that. Yeah. That, the, the music. It's a spot that the band hasn't held in 38 years. Wow. Yeah, that. Good for um, uh, blah blah blah. This album now. Here's a thing too. It's also 2018, so mm-hmm. it takes a lot less sales to get to number three. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So the album sold. I'm even fascinated that it quote sold this many units. Fifty nine thousand units. Wait, album? To, yeah. I thought yep. we were. I thought we were talking about the movie. The soundtrack. Oh okay. 
the soundtrack. The soundtrack is number three on the charts. No, okay. the ad, the movie itself has been making money. It was number one for a couple weeks. Ago. I was yeah, waiting nobody... for it to come out. I that one was on my radar. Me too. Well, I we was we kept seeing the trailer over and over and over. Yeah. So I was just happy to not even see the trailer. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. But then it was another movie when it was about to start. Then it was like Rami Malek was like, "Hey, thanks for seeing coming to see Bohemian Rhapsody." I'm like, "I'm here already. You don't gotta sell me on scene. I'm here. <laughs> I bought the ticket anyway." Uh, meanwhile, keep your eyes open. Queen's Platinum Collection has hit number nine. Oh, nice. So it's uh, the first time Queen has ever had two albums in the top ten at the same time. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, Except for Queen. Like decades later. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Uh, it's right around $300 million worldwide. After this weekend, it's over $300 million worldwide. So uh, that's part of the reason why Brian May and Roger Taylor even wanted to make this movie to begin with. Because they were like, come on. Give me that money. Longer. Sounds, sounds buzzing. Yeah, I, I got that. a couple of quick Sam Raimi stories here relating to uh, the comics. Uh huh. We don't really do RRPs on the show because that's uh, you know first off it'd be every week who's dead. Yeah, seriously. You know, and then second, so what? It's a, it's gonna be a sad show. If it's gonna be sad, it's gonna be on my terms. My terms usually involve racism and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but shout out to Stan Lee. Uh, yeah, John comics in the sky. Power. Yeah, rest in power. Ooh. It's uh, obviously it's very sad because yeah. he touched a lot of lives with his art. Ninety five. Well, that's uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's you not win. a tragedy. It's no. sad, but it's not apparently a tragedy. he's already. Uh, he did do a couple of um, his cameos. His cameos. cameos. So, so he'll we'll get be. To see him. We'll get to see him a couple more times. Now they'll probably CGI him in in, in perpetuity. Yeah. I think so. And if you believe in heaven, he's with his wife now. Right. you busts of him in the background. If you believe in religion, and heaven, and, and yeah, if he believes in that stuff right. too, then, then he, yeah. he's with his wife then now, he's which is which he is had awesome. Some troubles in the past couple of years, some dealings with his finances and oh yeah, especially the last year too. And you know, well, he famously had financial problems his entire life. Actually, yeah. he's never been that good with money, but he has been great with the pen and with creativity. Oh and my gosh! Very, very smart man, very ahead of his time. Look in at many all the ways. people he makes happy still and will. Absolutely will. Uh, now he, uh, this is really funny. Sam Raimi is uh, he's out there doing an interview, and he recalled a time when when Stan Lee called him. So uh, this is Sam Raimi. He says, uh, "Oh no, actually, yeah, I clicked on the wrong article." Because I got this set up. Here we go. Sam Raimi calls him. This makes sense because now it's an order. Sam Raimi. After I did Dark Man. Remember Dark Man? Yeah, I remember Dark Man. I do remember. I didn't see it, but I remember it. Liam Neeson's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stan Lee called me and was like, hey, kid, I like your movie. He took me out to lunch and said, we should work together. I said, I'd like to make a movie about Thor. We worked together writing treatments, took it to Fox and pitched it, and they said, absolutely no. no. Comic (laughs) books don't make good movies. This was 1991. Oh. Yeah. Well, this doesn't well, shock I, me no, at all. No, it, 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 in 91, it wouldn't. Exactly. That, that would have been. A, we, we would still be talking about how fucking crappy that Thor movie exactly was. Exactly what I was about Maybe to say. Maybe so, but this is the industry that decided it was a good idea to remake Clash of the Titans. This is yeah. a good idea, an industry that takes almost no chances on anything really original. Yeah. And I see that now consistently. It's biopics and remakes. Well, that's for the mass media. If you want want the good stuff, you have to... Dig a little deeper, right? Which means but, you but gotta go see. But that's not the people who rejected yeah, the Thor no, idea. <laughs> no, but I, but I, I think you gotta go see something like Widows. Yeah. See, he made fifteen million dollars. Here's the thing, though. Right. I would have rejected the Thor idea, and here, and yeah, here, and, and here's why. Um, easy, yeah. easy. People always, you know, people all the time. They're like, oh god, there's why are there so many comic book movies? That 
because we can make them now. Now, yeah. yes, now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, in 1991, if you came to me with Thor and I was a powerful executive, absolutely not. Because it's for the same reason as, uh, wait, who is Superman again? What's Christopher, Christopher Reeve. Reeve. Thank you. Come on. Um, it was basically like when you saw him fly, it was like, dude is definitely flexing his abs on a bar stool. Dude flies like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I love that movie. Don't care. With, with, Gene Hackman. With an audio with an audio <laughs> guy. <laughs> with an audio guy like on the side going <sighs> Okay, bullshit. Now here's the thing. Superman at least um like, you know, it's the most famous comic book character of all time. Thor, not even close. Right. And it neither, a very, very untested property, yeah. even when they yeah. made it with uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, even then. Yeah. Ten years ago. The first two. Oh, very, were very even risky at yeah. that time. Oh my God, the, loved the first it. one was okay. The first one? Yeah. That was okay. The first one was okay. I loved it too. I loved, I, I like Thor. The second one okay. was, second one was, did you see the third a one? A little then? bit worse. Yeah. Ragnarok? Yep. Thor, Thor Ragnarok is quite possibly the best Marvel you, movie that they've made. Do you like comedy Thor? Well, I love the Flash Gordon-y aspects of it because you guys know I like all and the it colors was, and stuff and the music. It was so Flash Gordon it was, to me. Yeah, and absolutely. it was fantastic. Flash Gordon is also a great classic pinball machine, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a friend that's obsessed with it. He has three Flash Gordon pinball tables. Uh, the same, the exact same one? Yep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> one for the bathroom, Impressive. one for the kitchen. Yeah, impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Um, they're rare they're worth a lot well yes exactly Make, the idea of making Thor 91 is a wild concept it probably would have been a bad movie because of the effects are, but exactly. it also may have been inspired and fun because Darkman you haven't seen Darkman it, it, it gets weird yeah, it gets really and weird. otherworldly at times and strange and it uses the effects of the time but it's Sam Raimi yeah and uh, it's like a fun wild movie his face mm-hmm. is melting he's like oh it's like uh-huh. starts yeah. burning up it's like oh no it's, he's doing a good job um, Basically, and they make, then they're making like three of them, right? I think three or four yeah. Dark Mans. Uh, uh, I've never seen any of the no. sequels. No, how did, how did the first one do? I didn't think it did that. It well. didn't do it's well. Probably. I think it did okay. No, I think it's like I, I know it's not as good, but it's kind of like a. Um, what's the the one with the pink rabbit? You know, sleeper hit kind of a. Pink Rabbit. The Pink Rabbit, the Energizer you know, commercials? No, no. <laughs> no. Dark, Dark Man Lifetime Jake, gross 33 uh, million. It's not Pink Rabbit, it's a gray rabbit. Oh, are you oh. talking? Oh, you know, you're talking about Donnie Darko. Um, yeah. Donnie Darko. Kind of like that. I love I think, that movie. I think Dark Man is one that over time like has a, grown. Grown over cult like a, style. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I was about to say, so. Dark Man only made $33 million total. On a bunch Donnie of dollars. Pink Rabbit, you're right. And it's great because it's on. I did get Energizer Bunny. It's great because it's unusual, too. Those darkest, those darker comic book films uh i love them there, there's not very many of them um like like dark man or uh spawn sin city terrible oh, i didn't see awful. spawn was it terrible terrible so mm. bad just wait for a new one come out with jamie fox yeah uh, uh one they last need to do more image comics i would love to see savage yeah, dragon there's more different things right that'd be amazing uh one last sam raimi story again related to stan lee uh this is about him talking about cameos right mm-hmm. talking about how for sure, he's going to be in Captain Marvel, and for sure, he's done with his Avengers cameos. Yep. And uh, after that, they'll probably CG him in, or they'll yeah. find ways. A picture of him in the background, mm-hmm. they'll do something. They'll do something. Every movie. Um, this is the first time he cameoed was in 1999 Spider-Man. Well, not 1999, 2001 Spider-Man. Sam Raimi got the yeah. job in 1999. He didn't want Stan Lee in the movie at all. <laughs> Here's the quote. I got the job for Spider-Man in 99. And Marvel head at the time, R.V. Arad, said, I want you to put Stan in the movie. And I was like, no, 
I know Stan. You know, they became friends after Dark Man in 1991 yeah. with the Thor thing. He says, no, I know Stan, and he can't act. Yeah. Which I, is true, by the way. And, yeah, but who yeah, cares? Who cares? And Avi says, I want him in the movie. We did it for X-Men, which hadn't come out at this point yet. We're doing it here. Now imagine you're a minor director in England doing Macbeth, and you're told, put the writer in the play. It sounds absurd. Fine. You want Shakespeare in the play? I'll put Shakespeare in the play. Now it's one of my favorite parts in the movie. That's great. Stanley's original Spider-Man cameo. Uh, cameo mail? Cameo. You got this in the bonus episode for that to make any sense. Yep. The uh, his cameos though, I okay, they're fun. I get it. I love him. I love them. Yes, yes, it's very heartwarming. But it also kind of sort of takes you out of the moment, you know, in the movie when yeah, something's yeah, happening. Bother, that doesn't bother me. And then it cuts over to him real quick. It's yeah, like, it's always up. like you're waiting for it. And you're like, hey, and then you're back. I feel like the uh, best, the me. best one. This may be. Uh, uh, middle of the road pick, but the best one may have been the Deadpool one where he was the strip club DJ. Yes. Right? yes. And, and then it's just like, yeah, it's Deadpool. Yeah. This makes sense that this is what the, yeah. the yeah. cameo would well, be. Well, yes, they're one. better in some than others, but I still, yeah. they don't bother me at all. Sure. Okay. The, another. I know what you mean about taking, like, momentarily kind of taking Yeah, sure. It does. That kind of fan service it does, but it's also Marvel popcorn movies. It's not like we're talking about uh, 12 Years a Slave or something. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> at a slave auction in Mississippi. <laughs> That might, that might actually help because you just want to die. Yeah, watching this. It's just him in a field with people working and he's like, I'm keeping him in line. <laughs> oh my God. That's awful. Yeah, that's, that's awful. That's awful. That's absolutely awful. It is. So rest in power, Stan Lee. You're doing your thing. Yeah. At the, in the comic books in the sky. Good for you, buddy. Uh, emails. We got some emails, Drew. Read we do. Them. Uh, we got an email from Scott. What's up, Scott? <clears throat> He's got Fantastic Beast, Widows, and Cam Reviews. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> Fantastic Beast and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Ain't much plot in this movie. It's about setting up the next one. Look, you either love the Wizarding World cinematic universe or you don't. I love it. So yeah, I'll sit through a two-plus-hour movie that offers little more than a massive 15-minute info dump of exposition sandwiched between two gorgeous action sequences, one at the very beginning, one at the end, and the rest of the movie's just filler. I'll gladly sit through it because it's all so damn beautiful. There's a real Chinese dragon, and you'll never believe how it gets tamed. It's the kind of stuff I adore about the WWCU. That and the info dump, OMG, is why I'm still very stoked about these Fantastic Beast movies and the next chapter to come. Three stars. So the only thing he liked about the movie was the exposition? Yeah. Okay. So apparently he, he admits it is a kind of like just the next step. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we're tell this this movie's here because the next movie's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he likes it. So. It's, a, it's, a, it's a filler. So it's a gap it. movie. It's yep. a stopgap. Yep. Well, uh, and a lot of it being that he's already a huge table, fan. Yeah. yeah, as a fan. Well, he did put the caveat up that he's a huge that fan. He's a huge so. fan. Okay. Yeah. Right. That, that's kind of how I was with The Hobbit. Like, uh, yeah, I'm such a huge fan of like Tolkien and like Lord of the Rings. So, uh-huh. Like when The Hobbit came out, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna watch all of these. I'm sorry, I don't care. I watched we, we the first skipped, one. Yeah, we skipped the last one. Yeah, don't care. It was good. Was it? Yeah. Don't care. But but it, it was what, good because... What was I, it, though? I, I, <laughs> I can't even tell you objectively, honestly. Uh, I know exactly. Understood. I hear uh, you. <laughs> Widows. Widows, here we go. Speaking of... James Bond. I was expecting something else. Speaking of Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> how about this cast working under this director? This movie has everything, right? So why was it so fucking blah? I really like the concept of wives picking up the mantle from their dead criminal husbands and pulling off a score to save themselves from the ruin that their idiot men left them in, but this story was too damn convoluted. 
you're the driver. Well, I can't drive. Can she drive instead? No, she can't possibly drive. I need her to do something else that's very important to me. Extremely well thought out master plan. FFS. Too many ridiculous plot devices. Too many dumb twists. My favorite part of the movie was Daniel Kaluuya vamping as a villain with his million-mile death stare. Oh, and we all know the best part of any heist movie is the training montage, right? Well, these ladies don't train. Putting soil into Tupperware is not training. Uh, <laughs> walking out the theater, I liked it, but the more I think about it, the lower my score plummets. Two stars. Training is always... <laughs> wow. Training is always it. bullshit, though. You destroyed that. Like, yeah, like the wax well, off, wax on actually, kind of deal. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. it that is, doesn't train you for anything. It is a trope. It is a convention. Yeah. They do have one scene where they they're do. running around with like bags of dirt to pretend like this is what a million dollars is going to weigh. This is what a million dollars is going to weigh. Like, <clears throat> and, like you got to get to that van and back. Uh, I was actually surprised that there was a more training, quote training type stuff, yeah, no. more planning of the heist. Maybe not necessarily well, they, training. They didn't, but, have, they didn't have to do the plan. The plan was already given to them. But then running through the plan, I guess. It was all done. It was all right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, all, all there's not so much running plan. through the plan as much as uh, them being like... Did they have to learn how eggs. to... I mean, I didn't see it. Did they? Did you see like a whole target practice where yes. they learn how to... Yes. Yeah, okay. Kind of I, I figure scene. it would have to be not like... Even, not even just that. There's a scene of the girl trying to like buy guns for the first time. Like, yeah. how, do I, how do I do this? And it shows up at a gun show and... For some reason, makes up a crazy story. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. Okay, so <laughs> but she's buying a gun much. that they can't trace, kind of a deal. Trying to, yes, exactly. Per- three guns. Yeah, Glocks. Well, she had somebody else buy them for her. But then so. she had someone else buy them. No custom engraving. What? No custom. Oh, no, no, no custom engraving. No. That'd be yeah. funny. If she <laughs> Yeah. Can, you put, can I get a little hearts on there? Can you uh, <laughs> engrave our social security numbers? On I, I, I can't help but notice you uh, you bought two handguns and had engraved on one of them Steve and the other one Edgy. Yeah. <laughs> That's and you left both at a crime scene. That was an interesting choice, sir. Very interesting yeah. choice indeed. We're looking for somebody named Edgy Steve. And then he said he saw something. <laughs> Scott saw something called Cam. Cam. Uh, found this on Netflix via someone's recommendation, and it was the best movie I watched all day. A cam girl gets both. <laughs> a cam girl gets both her account and her face hijacked, and this is a this is a creepy psychological thriller. Proce- proceeds from there. Consider this my recommendation. Three stars. Take care, guys. And Amy, the, the, the best Chris Woody so third Mike Scott. Hey! Oh, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh. That's the best thing I've heard all day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh. That's really I I sweet. Aww. Thanks, Scott. We I'm appreciate sending you a it, wink out there, Scott. You got, we, you got the winkies. We got an email from Gabe. What's up, Gabe? What up, show? Oh, Went to Redbox and finally saw something. Oh, okay. Ocean's 8. Oh, hey, there we go. It's okay. It didn't capture me like Ocean's Eleven, but it had a lot of the same beats. Love Sarah Paulson and Sandra Bullock characters, but kind of fell flat. Mm-hmm. It's okay, though. Did right. you see it, Etchy? Sandra uh, Bullock. I did not, but here's... <laughs> the thing she that, knows. The thing that bothers me is that, like, I feel like uh, they need to do... Uh, some kind of original women's thing, because that's supposed to piggyback in on a yeah. whole other new franchise. Yeah, whereas like the Ghostbusters, I'm sure all the women actresses out there, actors, well, like performers, that. they would love that great yeah. women-driven films Ex- of all ages, as opposed to having to settle for here's the lady version of because it's always going to be compared the to the original. Yeah. I like the lady version of Ghostbusters. Well, I have to I admit, I haven't seen it, but uh, it was good. But, but I mean, the thing is, hilarious. there was now like just the idea of that is like you're now pitting these women mm-hmm. against the original mm-hmm. which was made a long time ago right. and the reason that it's still relevant when it was made a long time ago it was because it was amazing mm-hmm. 
So now I it's saw like the first one. It's almost like setting somebody up for failure. Well, I don't even like the second Ghostbusters all that much. Mm. I want the lady version of Jaws. Uh, Drew, yeah. you got a... Uh, is that ever for Gabe? Uh, no, he's got Black Klansman review. Okay, Black Klansman. Ooh, that's a good one. Solid. My favorite performance was the racist host guy. Plays it really convincingly. If you listen closely, Denzel's kid has a vocal mannerisms like his dad. Mm. Powerful ending. Yeah, with Denzel's kid. Yeah, John <coughs> David Washington. And Sicario that? Day of the Soldado. Oh, Sicario 2. Okay. Uh, I felt like this franchise needed a prequel. I hate prequels, but I want to see the righteous lawyer spiral into this merciless, revengeful assassin. But this sequel delivers huge stakes, big ideas, contemporary, and really good follow-up. Something about that droning soundtrack just carries through from the first movie. Mm. Impressive. If you like the first, you won't be disappointed. Give me Stoic Benicio all day long. Okay. All right. I like Benicio. Yeah. That's, that's for Stoic Benicio. That's, I got a dollar. Not just Benicio. <laughs> Stoic Benicio gets a uh, Maru coin for Steve Etchie. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a dollar. I like him a lot in Sicario, but uh, Sicario 2, the sequel, but it was a little too, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Didn't see it. You liked it, though. Did you see the first one? Yes. What was it? What? Sicario? Sicario. No. Yeah. Not, no, it's either one of them, first or yeah, second. Neither one of them. All right. It, it's got, Thanos and the Collector uh, team up with Mary Poppins to stop a drug war. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I have to see that. Yeah, yeah they do. Is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the Meg. <laughs> oh, did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I had it's fun. at the Red Box right now. I totally had fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exactly what you think it is, but even better than that. Okay. Interesting. What is it? What the Meg? Hmm. What's the Meg? Giant I heard it was movie? exactly uh, think Jason Statham versus no, Giant Shark. No, because oh. I expected it to be like terrible. super terrible. Yeah. And it was better than I expected. It was competent. It so you went in with low expectations, so it was raised. I got yeah, you. Like I it went, was not inept. It was and I went in it was, to see it was the big shark and to see Jason Statham being silly. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You knew I what love you were getting. I did, I oh my god, too. hello. Yeah. Um yeah. He, I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. He was great. Um he was great. It's what it is. You know what I mean? Look, he did all, it is what it is. People that's, love that's those transporter movies. I've not even seen I like really the first one quite a bit. First one was great. But like that's what it is. First one was amazing. I'm gonna embrace this. And people loved it. The it other ones be, were the other ones were pretty good too. The first one was amazing, but it never they never made a bad transporter movie. You know, I I I don't know which one I saw. I didn't see the first one. I saw one of what? the ones. Yeah. No, oh, you have to see the first one. I, there are so many movies I have to so, see. So this much, is this is in the too much content the, category. Yes, exactly. Again. Yes, we're we're I'll in the deep, we're in the it. deep end of the content pool. and yeah. our, our Scooby yeah. gears. I and now that I no longer have anything but like streaming services, there's no way for me to stumble upon yeah. crap anymore. Yeah. So. I yeah. will never see it. I'll yeah, just yeah. never see yeah. it. You gotta be told and then like go out of your way. It's a it's a pain in the butt. Exactly. Last yeah. but certainly not least, we got an email from Ron. What's up, Ron? Ron yes! our LA homie. He's the man with the plan. Oh, Take like it Ron. away, Ron. Big hug, Ron. Big hug, Ron. Hey, gorgeous guys. I want to say you guys oh, yeah. are awesome and deserve way more than what y'all get. Oh. I I also want to tell you that Fantastic Beast. That could have been a threat. He knew <laughs> so he more. knew, by the way, he oh, knew I was yeah. here. He did know you Yeah, he did know you uh, I also want to tell you that Fantastic Beast is a basic for non-fans of the book. It okay. ba- it's basically a bridge movie. It links two points in the story that we want to see. This film is a plot is film is plot hole central in the continuity, yeah. but we do get some queer content that makes social media happy. Okay. Uh, with a lot of fear of queer baiting going on with uh, Dumbledore being gay and yep. having gay erasure in the film, I'm happy to report that although it is very subtle, you can't deny the queerness acted by the stylist Jude Law. 
Also, the needless social justice warrior whining of Naga being an Asian, Asian and how JK is retroactively making minorities appear in her stories got some people butthurt. Mm -hmm. But I am all for fictional content being changed yes. on a whim. Yes. To yeah. be more inclusive. It's her content. If the creator yeah, can yeah, make yeah. A, she can do whatever she wants. It's too. her stuff. It's, she can do whatever she wants. It's literally her if stuff. the creator can <laughs> yeah. make a buck and still have good intentions, that's awesome. Yeah. Also saw Widows in a full theater. Ooh. It was a fantastic ride. Hey. The shots in this film <laughs> made me want to see it again. Mm -hmm. The car ride from the MWOW to Colin's house and that conversation. Oh boy. Oh yeah, that scene was great. And I was like, oh, the 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 juxtaposition of the yeah. poor neighborhood how close here to a, a rich neighborhood, mm -hmm. and that one shot, man, that was really yeah. good. For a while, I was like, why is this, why is this scene shot in this manner? And then when the scene ends, you realize why they did it that way. I was like, yeah. oh wow, it's incredible. Yeah, what was really good. Uh, then the last scene in the dinner with the mirrors, just so much well done mm -hmm. and dynamic. Mm -hmm. Uh, as all gets out and yeah. then the acting was done so well Liam kissing is so passionate a lot I of mean, tongue I mean damn a lot of Davis Liam Neeson uh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, <laughs> but did it look unskilled Jesus. no they were into it it wasn't okay. it wasn't a mess no no, because it can be. No, it was sen you know? no, it was it, it was sensual. Like, what, yeah, no, I, exactly, like, Amy. Like that's that's why Liam like, Neeson kisses. What, what he like, said, like, he was trying yeah. to get down. Like, when he said a lot of tongue, it sounded like he was. Well, no. he, what? What do you? Well, what do you mean? It was mean? good. Like tongue. A bad it, lot of tongue. Okay. No, I mean, but a lot of visible tongue. Doing it and watching it are two different things. That's true. Now I'm interested. Now I'm intrigued. Viola can do no wrong. Not paying fourteen dollars for that though. And the meek singer from The Bad Time turned into a running tight powerhouse. She is the actress that is up and coming. She looks so good here, too. I'm a big fan of heist movies. This one, uh, this is one more character-driven than any plan, mm. but I would not change a thing. Mm. It was engaging enough to have the crowd cheer and gasp. I, I also heard... Uh, the last two characters in this film started dating in the book or something. That's a pretty cool dynamic. Oh. I guess there's a book. It's if there's true. time, I have a question. What do you guys think about Ruby Rose? I asked because I, up and coming, and yeah. so like I thought I'd Batwoman throw that out. Wait, no, Ruby uh, Yeah, well, she's Batwoman on CW. Oh, is she? Yeah, for, in the Arrowverse. Oh. Uh, she's going to debut in their crossover thing they do every year between Arrow, Flash, and uh, what's the third show? Supergirl. Okay. They're going to debut Batwoman, and oh, then she's getting her own show. She's a smaller lady, Drew. You remember oh, yes. her? She's I the remember, deaf you, assassin you, in John yeah. Wick 2. I was exactly. just about to say that. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, she's interesting. She's got a look. I really haven't seen her like act in anything. Well, no, exactly. you know, I've just seen her be like she's like in Meg. She's in Meg. She's, Which one was she's she? She's the one with the she, crazy hair. She's, she's got a, tattoos on her arms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a fun character. Yeah, she was fun. She seems fun to me I, because I always wonder that this is one of those things that I don't think I would that know this. Was fun. I don't care what anybody. I wouldn't think I would know this. Drew for the Meg. Unless I was actually an actor, I don't know. But it seemed like. Uh, do you think it'd be a challenge, like when when she was in John Wick Two, with the um, uh, the fact that she was deaf? Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't that seem like she would? It's different than playing. She she didn't really act have to act up. She didn't. She, there was like, right, but she didn't have to use hardly any sign language. She, yeah, she just she, did like military stuff, like you there, you there. She didn't. Yeah. She did when maybe, she was dying a little bit. Hey, a little how, bit. how about this? Maybe they tried. 
to have her talk and didn't like it so much that they that's true death. that could be i've never heard her voice this is, that's the only thing i've ever seen her in so i have no idea well she's in the mag so you can check that out there let us know if you have backup maybe she talks normal they like no maybe she was supposed to be deaf the whole time uh ruby rosano jury is still out on this one okay. i have to add something i was intrigued Actually, by her remember saying. how do you remember do you guys remember how when a plane would land people used to applaud yeah okay God, those people. people. Like, oh, we lived, we lived. Yeah, people applauded at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody when I saw it. Yeah. At the end of like, the happen? concert or whatever? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. And that that kind of makes me feel like when when I saw Rocky I was like, Balboa wow. and then yeah. when I saw Creed, people react to the boxing scene. Yeah, yes. They started actually like, when I saw Rocky it. Balboa, it was like a very sparse attendance, but I was sitting kind of higher and up. And they were going, ooh, oh. The, there, were some, there were some older men who were Rocky. there by themselves. They're like juking in their seats. <laughs> yes, one guy, like during the fight when Rocky got a shot in, he kind of like stood up out of his seat and like, it was like, ah, oh, like threw a punch. He's like, oh yeah, my God. That's, that's awesome. See, yeah. that's so and that's cool. How it's like, oh, that's the, the kind this... of thing that a filmmaker would love to see. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're like, this that's movie is working. They're into it. Like, they're totally bought into the ridiculous setup. They they love it. Yes. yes. I can yes, I can tell you right character. now. That guy probably remembers, Creed, you know. Creed was the oh, same yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, don't, oh, sorry, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't go to very many. Son. <laughs> He's going to fight Drago's. <laughs> you know, I don't go to theaters. You know, I don't go to theaters a lot. Right, right, right. But the last time, and there's only been a handful of times, the last time I saw that happen where, you know, people got up in the movie theater and it was a full theater and they started clapping and cheering was uh the first lord of the rings okay uh when uh at the end when when, when he jumped off no. was like we are the fellowship of the ring <laughs> not the end no, it was it was with the orcs where he chopped the where he chopped the uh uh lead uh Orc's head off. You remember that? He cho- oh, he chops his head off and he goes, Where we're going, we don't need roads. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da, ba, da, da, Wait, that's Jurassic Park. Ba, ma- Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's when he, uh, when, when, he, when he stabs the York and he pulls the blade in to, fl- to like stab him even more, like, <laughs> and then he pulls it out, swings around, and cuts his head off. Everybody like went nuts in the theater. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Uh, that's oh. the last time it happened, though. It was like, what, what was that? Like, uh, 2003. I think it was 2001. Possible. Yeah. Be- because I think like... Uh, yeah, yeah, 2001. I think that's right. Two Towers, I don't know when, but I know that uh, uh, the I last was, one was, was like... Movies, the last so, one was yeah. 2004. I was in college, so yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because when the third one came out on DVD, it was my senior year of college. My thought so, yeah. is so non sequitur, but... The Meg was better than the last Jurassic Park movie. I'm sorry. I'm sure. It was. I wouldn't be surprised. It totally Jurassic was. Park and I stand was, by that review. I wasn't into I need the Jurassic to, World. The Meg, you said? Okay. Jurassic World, yeah, sorry. I, wasn't into it at all. I need to know about this. What? The Meg. It's, yeah. it's on the red box. Go get it. It's on the red box. Yeah. Oh, so it's just a movie. It's not a series or anything. No. That was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> I figured, I figured so. Shark, what? giant, giant, giant shark. Jason, Jason Statham shark. punches a shark. Jason Statham punches it right in the nose. Yes. M-E-G. The Meg. Yeah. It stands. It's Megalodon. short for Megalodon. Oh, <laughs> that's sci-fi network type shit right there. Yeah, it is. It totally is. It totally is. But but like a little better. Is there is there a tornado? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is kind of Pacific Rim ish in plot. Do you by chance have Goofy falling off a cliff? What? Yeah. 
No, just me. I just had me. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. That let's was wrap, pretty good, though. Let's wrap this up with some uh, quick would you rathers. We're doing this improv style. Well, I will arbitrarily get, assign you points, and we'll see who's going to win the entire episode Shit. via would you rather. So uh, here we go, guys. I have three scenarios. Drew, I'll let you pick. Do you want scenario one, two, or three? Four. All right, scenario. <laughs> I don't have a scenario four, unfortunately. I need a one, two, or three. Four. Four. Well, then four. Scenario toi. I'm, I'm choosing for him. Four would be a... Right. Uh, would you rather eat a little bit of tinfoil every morning or turn into a potato every night for one hour? Uh, you can ask me any question you want to flesh out these scenarios. And then okay. depending on the questions you ask, uh, that'll determine what you answer. And then depending on your answer, I will assign you points. So again, would Does you rather eat a little bit of tinfoil every morning or turn into a potato we can ask the questions every too, night right? for an hour? How many? You can ask questions. Yes. Do I have to actually eat the tinfoil or can I just chew it? You have to actually ingest the tinfoil. How much is a little bit uh, of tinfoil? About the size of a marble. Okay. Now, is that like crushed? Like put into condensed. a marble condensed and I have to eat it condensed or can I unroll it you can unroll it the more important question is it going to harm your health I mean it's tinfoil yeah, of course yeah, not yeah, as much yeah. as if they make you into a french fry overnight and uh, eat you yeah, yeah I'll go with the tinfoil you'll go oh you would you would be afraid to be turned effect, into a french fry if you were turned so, to a don't so, answer yet you can't answer yet you gotta make sure wait but 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 it does affect you, but it does affect your health like eating the yeah, tinfoil. Yeah, sure. Of course, in your tinfoil. Well, yeah, but I wasn't yeah. sure if it was like you eat Absolutely, it, but it magically yeah. has nothing to do with yeah, anything else. No, no, okay. No. He didn't specify. It's a very, yeah. very small amount. No, yeah, it, it is a very small amount. That's true. What time at night do you, for that hour, do you turn into a baked potato? Ah, uh, great question. Is it baked? Uh, no, it's just a potato. Oh, just a potato, sorry. <laughs> it's not baked, it's just a raw potato, and you return to a potato every night between the hours of 1.30 a.m. and 2.30 a.m. Are you a sentient potato? No, you just sit there. You just lose that hour. It's like you fall asleep. Oh, you fall asleep, though. It's not like... Okay, uh, so here's the thing. It's well, not... no, you turn into a potato, but like right. mentally, your state of being is as if uh, then all of a sudden you're just not a potato well, and the I, hour has passed I meant, by. I meant as opposed to... I forgot what you call it, but you know when you... Am I in a safe place where no one can eat me? You know, That's up to you. You know when you're... You spend your night. But I don't think there's any guarantees. You know, I'm going with the tinfoil. No I've got dogs. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm thinking... Yeah, there, you have dogs. Yeah. I just have to remember to close the door. I can't. Okay, wait. But um, what what I was getting at though is like, yeah. not, like I forgot the name of the what the problem is. But you know, like where you're asleep, but your eyes are open. Sleep paralysis. Thank you. Is that what it's like with the potato? No. Okay, I'm doing the potato. I didn't say answer yet. Oh, mm -hmm. sorry. And Amy answered as well. <laughs> we so, both cheated. So you. <laughs> I picked tin for Is there? You potato. So, so right now you both get negative one point for answering too early. Damn it. <laughs> I mean... At least I'm not losing. Drew's going to have one last question here. Drew's get the final question. I'm declaring Drew gets the final question. I think <laughs> He's thinking hard. And you don't have to take the question. It took way too long to, for me to have like... Yeah. Yeah. No? No more questions? No more questions. Is it tinfoil poisonous? No. Don't want tinfoil. I mean, is this regular tinfoil? Regular tinfoil. What, what, what ply tinfoil? Is it like the heavy duty? Is it the micro duty? Is it... Heavy duty. Uh, All right, here we go. He only said you had to ingest it. He didn't say you had to chew it. I think you I'm could switching... swallow it like a pill. I think I'm switching to tinfoil. Marble's a big pill. All right, here we go. <laughs> because so, it just passes through. I'm, here we go. Now I need some go. answers. Sorry, with Drew Chicago and Drew, would you rather eat a little bit of tinfoil every morning or turn into a potato every night for one hour? Tinfoil. You're going with tinfoil. Tin You're going to eat the tinfoil every day. All right. Welcome to the tinfoil club. Steve, can I be a can I be a potato wrapped in tinfoil? 
You would have to work that out. There's no longer the there's no longer the question section. I'm going question section is over. I'm going actually matter of fact, Steve. Uh, now that I ask for answers and you ask the question, I'm damn it, to damn it, <laughs> yay! I'm super not losing. Now. Okay, I'm going to say tinfoil. You're going tinfoil. Yeah. So you both went tinfoil. Okay, Amy, what's your answer? My answer is tinfoil. All three of you went with the tinfoil answer. Very interesting. Well, I feel like we I, were you all know, wrong, I kind of we? We, you guys are all wrong. <laughs> You're gonna that's gonna kill you eating a tinfoil. That's not healthy. You turn to potato. You lock the door, you get in bed, you turn to potato, you're fine. There's no guarantees. There are no I, I, guarantees, but the tinfoil is going to kill you. No, a raccoon could get in and I figured, I figured tinfoil would pass. <laughs> also, you're living on a planet where uh, no one eats potatoes. A raccoon could get in and eat me. <laughs> no one, not <laughs> even animals. True. Potatoes are not a food substance in this world, in this scenario. So there you go. Tinfoil, silver lining. That was not disclosed. That was not an answer. We, 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 didn't we didn't ask. You didn't ask. We didn't ask. You didn't ask. So we, that's I could got... spend three hours asking. Yeah. Like, you could have. Now you're seeing how it works. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so since you all answered right. correctly. Okay, well, it'll be different next time. That means minus five points for everyone. So that knocks you down there. There, that there, and you're over here. Okay. Amy Drew, you're the guest uh, do you want scenario one, two, or three? Two. Scenario two. Would you rather know all the secrets of the universe, but you can never leave your house? Hmm. Or would you rather hunt vampires on the dark side of the moon in the year 3018? Questions. I don't have any questions. Um, would you rather know the secrets of the universe, but you can't leave your room, leave there, your house? Do you, or, know, do you know personal secrets? Like, like, like all the secrets. Like of somebody the cheated on you, or all like all uh, of the secrets. Okay. No, yes. just because so I, you're just omnipotent. So, yes, so just because I can't. God. Just because. Sorts. Just because I can't, I can't leave, leave the house. Uh-huh. Just because I can't leave the house. Agoraphobic God. Can, can I make it so my house can move itself? No, just because you didn't have the secrets doesn't mean you can uh, use manipulate the, the reality. Directly. Can I move? I can I move into a bigger house? You can use the secrets via the internet. Uh, no, you're stuck in your house. Okay. Well, no, I mean, if like, I know even, all like, the secrets of the universe, there has to be a way that I could figure out how to get the hell out. You can figure house. out the loophole of your agoraphobia. It's agoraphobia. You can't leave your house. I oh, so, still... like, I won't leave my house. Ag- that's not I can't leave my you're, house. That's why yeah. you can't leave, because you're an agoraphobic guy. Okay, so, so it's that I won't. Which is yes. a little bit worse. Yes, it is worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Actually, a good deal worse, yeah. No questions about uh, hunting, hunting vampires. Right, so, the vampire, the vampire sounds so, pretty so just because rash. we're hunting yeah, vampires so. on the moon is... Yeah. Moon vampires. But can so you... is there a human? <laughs> is, the, is, is there a human base on the moon? What yes. do they eat? Nothing colonized. lives there. They, they eat the humans on the sunny side. Okay. Well, when, <laughs> what, as the moon passes through, it becomes a, the colony goes through the dark side, and then that's when the vampires come out. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, no, so do, do am I adequately? Prepared for this onslaught of vampires. Yeah, you're given all the wooden stakes, all the garlic, you have all the mirrors. That's not. That's how you fight the vampires on None the moon. Vampires adequately prepared. I'm doing I that fictional believe. thing. This doesn't you're, make sense. You're the leader no of the team. The if you need more preparation, yeah. then I know exactly you, what I'm going to say. I know exactly. What, what I know the answer. People on your team so, die. So that get, is on so, you. The guilt so, is on so, you. So I can get lasers and like silver and like I can do this all blade style if I wanted to. If you need to, yeah. The government is funding. The government's funding this. It's a joint government effort between the governments of China and Russia, and you know the ones are still standing in 2018. Not America. No. 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 Any more questions? Any more questions? Uh, do the vampires... Can the vampire... Damn it. Mm. If we just leave, won't they starve to death? That's what I'm saying. No, it's a strategic position on the moon. We can't go back to Earth. We're now on the moon. The Earth is what's crumbling down there. The best part is... Is Earth already overrun by vampires? Yeah. Uh, they are overrun by werewolves. Has the moon... B- 
been given an atmosphere, Total Recall style? Oh, uh, no, we're, it's people in suits, space suits, space suits no. and pup tents, space suits and pup tents. Do the pup vampires tents. need those? Because they're undead. No, they're vampires. Yeah. If vampires. you were in your they're, house, they're, you they're, would they're, know all of this. They just have to stay on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Do they pup bounce? Tents. Yeah, like, if you stay in the house, you would know all this. Do, are they affected by gravity the same way that? Uh, yes, all the same gravitational effects. So you couldn't kill them blade style. But if they become a bat, they fly low You'd, enough to the ground. It'd be like all slow motion matrixy blade style. Are you? Okay. Do, are you? It makes it easier. Am, am I? Am I good at fighting not, them? You're great at fighting them. That's why you're the team leader. Okay. You're the team leader. You're great at fighting. Them. The rest of your team is terrible at it, though. Okay. You're a great team leader. You're a bad trainer. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is tough. This is tough. Here we go. Four. This is not tough at all. For questions, let's go around. Steve thinks he knows, so we'll start with Steve. Drew. Steve Drew. Steve Drew. Amy Drew, Steve Drew. You guys need to change your (laughs) name. Don't ask me first. I want to hear his story. No, we're going to go around. Steve, you go first. Would you rather know the secrets of the universe, but you can't leave your house or hunt vampires on the dark side of the moon in the year 2018? I will tell you right now, being omnipotent is probably the worst thing in the world. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be dead. So... I would be uh, hunting uh, vampires. Vampire, vampire, moon vampire hunter. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to know everything. Drew. I'm going to be the agoraphoric god. Why? Why? I mean, I'm pretty much hanging out at my house all day anyway. Might as well, I, might yeah. as well, I might as well know everything, make a couple billion dollars, <sighs> turn my house into a robot that can roam the earth, maybe, you know, become some sort of a warlord. Mm. But feelings. all right amy drew this is so tough you got their input this is so tough because i kind of always wanted to be like vasquez from aliens and be like (laughs) they're killing crap yeah absolutely yeah and like be a badass but so that's a cats and little girls yeah that's appealing but the whole idea that i know everything means i feel like i could figure out a way like you were saying yeah i feel like there'd be if i knew that much all the secrets, all the secrets of the universe, all not them. just Earth, my, not just who's you know my cheating brain on their might wife. Explode. The full universe. That's what I'm saying. The full you universe, don't want to know I'd those have things. to be able to figure out a way to make a house big enough that I'd be comfortable in, or or yeah. Well, I'm you could keep with, adding on to the house. I'm yeah. going with omnipotence. You're going with omnipotence. Going yeah. with like agoraphobic, omnipotent. God like yeah. being. I think I'd blow my head off. If I yeah, I'd have to figure out VR. I'd build a holodeck. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'd I'd be able to feel like I was outside. All right. Well, I gotta say, uh, Steve. Unfortunately, you did pick the wrong one because you're talking about feelings. And I said this. Even I said this. Uh, you're a terrible trainer, and every time someone dies, you feel the guilt of that. And yeah, all, all your entire team dies every time you go out to the dark side of the moon. You're the only one that comes back alive. Every time. Every time. Oh, that's Co- awful. Covered in the blood I, of your I teammates. I must have been pondering when I missed that. Yeah, it was bad yeah, stuff. that's awful. That's what happened to you. So, I'm glad with my choice. Uh, if you think, uh-huh. if you, think uh, you can't take the secrets of the universe, you can't take the, the, the blood of all those people who mm-hmm. trusted you. And then meanwhile, the vampires like, continue like killing the humans there. And those the, are part of the ju- universe. You're just, you're just failing them. <laughs> You're failing them. All so right. the answer is yes, be agoraphobic, omnipotent God, and just figure out what you can do. You can figure yeah. it out. So you uh, can always add onto your house. Yeah. So, so Steve, you get minus one point. I'm sorry. That then puts you at minus eight. You know that actually game, reminds minus me eight of for the episode. Well, you, you remember? You remember that rich lady whose husband died and like she was afraid. Like she kept building onto her house. You know what I'm talking about? The, uh, the, Winchester, uh, the Winchester, the Winchester yeah. Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pull a Winchester Mansion, but you won't because you're on the moon fighting vampires. <laughs> so you have negative eight, uh, but you guys both answered correctly, so I'll give you ten points Ooh, each. I so might be in Amy, out of my deficit. That puts you at plus four, Amy Drew. Yes. But that puts actual Drew at plus five. Drew Sir Cogburn, oh. champion. Wins the episode. Very nice. There you go. Congratulations. 
Congratulations. I'm clapping like it's the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> like it's our inquisitiveness that really did us in. That's right. You've got to yeah. be even more inquisitive, though, maybe. Maybe that's the deal. All right. At the right time. So there we go. That's the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You, sir. That was Always amazing. fun. Steve, Always thank super you. fun. Drew, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> and Gabe and Ron and everyone else. And thank you for the donuts, Amy Drew. Oh, oh my so gosh. Well, yes. Little Blue Donut Company. That, gotta uh, try that. That peanuts reaction has come out. Yeah. That was good. I tried it on the break. It was great. Yeah, even Steve had some of the sriracha. I'd never had sriracha. I mean, I've had hot sauce before. Yeah, but I just not never that had one sriracha. Yeah. 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 yeah, I just never had that one. Yeah. Um, all right, thank you all for downloading and listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with episode 307. We are out of here. I want one. PFT Media Production.